This is Uche with the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, here to tell you more about the Home Doctor. The Home Doctor has superior windows and installation for less than those other guys. Contact the Home Doctor today to take advantage of their triple zero sale. Zero money down, zero percent financing, and zero first payment. This is a limited offer, so make sure you contact the Home Doctor today. Visit them online at yourhomedoctor.com. Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. Listening to the Ill Advice Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 yo. We are the Ill Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy QDZ. For Sheezy. I was put on this earth to succeed. Do you know why? Because. I am. I don't know. I I I just don't know. I I I. I you know, when I said the word Earth, I thought that something cool was gonna come uh, out. Oh my God, this this is sad. You you couldn't find something to rhyme I, with. I, I couldn't fin. I couldn't finish. You know, hey, on the last episode, I I, I, I encouraged you to start putting a beat on for this introduction section, man. But you, you it's obvious that you that's not what you want. It's pretty obvious. Listen, if 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 freeway doesn't get a beat, then I don't get a beat. Hey man, you need to think more highly of yourself. Nah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode sixty-five. 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 Yeah, man. And uh, thank you guys for joining. This is the first episode of two thousand and twenty. Whoa! The new decade has are you, arrived. Are you kidding? You know, in, you know, it's funny when you're kids. You're like, yo, oh my god, two thousand. When two thousand hits, yo, we're all gonna die. Like, or like the toasters are all gonna whoop our asses or something like that. Two thousand hits. Then you're like, nah, 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 nah. Two thousand ten. I can never fathom two thousand ten happening. Mm-hmm. That's when cars are gonna be flying, and you know, chocolate chip cookies are gonna be running for president. Some crazy ass stuff. 2020? 2020 for me was that year where I was like, nah. Armageddon clearly was going to happen way before that. Yeah, nah, you're right. You know what I mean? You're right. Yeah, so I think... uh, Nah, you're right. Hey, I I think back to like movies like that I love, which is like Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. Dude, if you remember these movies like Back to the Future 2, they, they literally had the future on point yeah. i mean minus the flying cars although i do believe that is coming but you know we'll see ain't no damn flying cars no nah, that's dude give it about 20 years yeah but they had tablets this is i mean again this movie was made in the 90s early 90s mm-hmm. they had tablets hoverboards they, they had well we don't have that yet 
but they had voice controlled things around the house. They had pizza that was made from a pill. Oh yeah, yeah, that shit like inflated <laughs> in the oven. Yeah, not nah, and that was yeah, that was wild. That's like witchcraft. I don't I don't know about that they part. Had kidnappings. Uh, <laughs> what? That's that was Biff. Today. That was Biff. <laughs> Manure. <laughs> Manure. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think. Uh, yeah, man. Shout out to the, everybody who's in the who's in the new year and they're present and they're uh, they got some. Meanwhile, in 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 uh, worthwhile New Year's resolution, is that still a thing? Do people still do that? No, because I I, I feel I, like that's just fucking corny, dude. I heard they 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 asked Brendan Haywood. Remember Brendan Haywood from the Wizards? They asked him. They said, "Yo, what's your New Year's resolution?" He was like, "I don't do those anymore." And the way he said it, it was almost like, you know, that's obvious that people don't do that anymore. I don't blame him. And so, I'm not I don't sure. blame that man. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure, but I do have my resolutions. Oh, you do? I yeah, do. you just got to keep them to yourself. No, F that. No, that's how it works. I want nowadays. the people to know. No, F that. I want the people to know okay, my give, resolution. Okay, give me your resolution. Okay. No more arguing. <laughs> Wait, what the hell are we doing the show for then? Okay, sorry. No more arguing <laughs> for purposes that are not uh, considered for this show. Okay. That's is that really a New Year's a, resolution? That's a New Year's resolution. Wait, why? Tell me I'm why. Tell me more. No Tell me more. more. Tell me more. It's, it's, you know what? I want to promote peace. Jesus is king. <laughs> peace, He's also born. Peace is king. Jesus is king and he was born. Would you shut up? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? I, I'm just telling you what it was. <laughs> that's not me arguing. I can still tell you to shut up, but <laughs> that's definitely no, something no, an argument that, about that. No, happen. you know, I mean, I just feel like you know, arguing. I gotta, I gotta chill out with the arguing. You know, I, I keep getting into arguments with people. You know, and you know, I, I gotta chill out. Like, no more arguing. You're right. Let's move on. I it's mean, progressive. I mean, if you say so, man. It's progressive. If that's, you say that's so. That's my New Year's resolution. All right, man. Listen. I, just know that uh and I, and my second one is to leave the zannies alone. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yo, you don't want to promote that, man. Knock it off. I said leave them alone. Wait, wait, Which implies that you've been using them. <laughs> Duh. Uh, what? Zannies is for what? Don't you Isn't zannies a real thing? Duh. Yes it is. Yes, I mean, but isn't it used for sickness? Right? Oh, what God. is Zanny's used for, right? Zanny's I thought used you were just for... taking them. So you don't even know what they're used for. Because whatever I had at the time required a Zanny. <laughs> Shut the fuck I think up. it's for acid reflux, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Hey, I'm joking, by e- the way. Everybody out there, do everybody out there stay off playing. the Zanny's. I'm just playing. I okay? Don't, I don't do Zanny's. Stay off of it. Unless you really have depression and it was clinically uh, administered and prescribed to you. Oh, it's for depression? Yes, it is. God. Yeah, that's depressing. That it was for depression. Listen, if you really had depression, man, right. Zannies will help you make. It will make you feel amazing. A- apparently, I I'm I don't know this firsthand, but wow. that's what they say. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, you know, there's a there's a dude. I don't know if you know this guy. His name is uh, Neil Brennan. Yeah, of, co- of he course. For the, I th- he's hilarious. He's the creator he of Chappelle is Show. Hilarious. With Dave Chappelle. He helped, yeah, create with Dave Chappelle. He has this like. You know, in his comedy uh, sketch, uh, not sketches, but his uh, comedy stand-up stuff, mm-hmm. he has this, you know, part where he starts talking about, like, if Martians came to Earth yeah. and they saw some of the things that we were doing, and they would be like, what the hell? Like, why do you guys do that? Yeah. Um, 
one thing to me would be like if a martian came to this earth and they were like you guys are taking zannies yeah it's a depression pill but wait you're taking a depression pill when you are not depressed for recreational purposes well to party well but when, when you say a time that's actually fun well but when you say depression pill let's be clear and yes, I'm not. A, no, I'm not a doctor. But yes, I'm about to sound like I am one. Okay. But it's a pill that 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 it curbs well, it. See, what it does is it it basically gets into your neurological system, which is crazy. And it changes the way it changes the glands that that give you depression, right? So, like in your brain, there's different glands, right? Yeah. And there's one that causes depression. Well, basically, what this pill does is it you take it and it basically modifies the way that gland works and it wow. makes you start feeling better. Wow. It's kind of like how they always say uh when people have sex it like it releases natural endorphins. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Dolphins? No. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, I, I think this is that's a good that's a good segue to uh natural. Wait, wait. That's a good... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that is actually not it's a horrible segue to the next segment, but I think this is a good way to just just stop what we're talking about, man. Okay. Why well, we've been talking about Zandies for too long. Okay. All right. We're going into the new year. We don't need to talk about drugs. But what we can talk about is the crazy shit that's going out in the, going on in this world. So if you guys didn't know, the baby was re- recently uh, r- arrested. Uh, the baby was arrested. No. Is that what I said? No, no. It sounded <laughs> like you said that. <laughs> wait, no. The baby, the baby was arrested. Look at how the, look, a Martian the, comes out. Wait, wait. The baby no, no, was no, arrested. Now no, use my theory that I just said. I just took a zany. That's listen, what changed everything listen, for me. Use my theory that I just told you. If a Martian came to this earth and said, yo, who was the last person to be arrested? The baby. So you're telling me they arrested the baby. <laughs> well, so let's give the people a little backstory real quick because I think um, I was a little shocked because you you had more information than I did. The baby was arrested on like burglary charges. Like, come on, dog. Like, I st- to the to the life or for the life of me, I don't understand why rich people are are burglaring burglarizing people. So this is the thing. So the story is there was a rumor. This is a story that I heard. I don't know if it's fact. He or was fiction. officially arrested. This is he was officially arrested, but. From what I heard, it was a promoter or some sort that was supposed to pay him, I think, $20,000 to perform. Oh. Or, th- sorry, $30,000 to perform. He only paid him twenty. More content. so, you know, the baby got a temper. And so, like, he went and saw him and beat the hell out of him for whatever the disrespect that it is that you did not get that $10,000 that you initially said. Threw apple juice on him, uh, took his Wait. iPhone seven, the emphasized iPhone seven, okay, okay. and uh, his wallet and just a whole bunch of stuff. All right, which in the end of the day, that's a robbery. It's yeah. just petty. You can take anything from me. That's true. You can take the cheapest thing I have in my pocket. No, nah, that's not true. Yes, you can. It has to be over a certain amount of money when okay. they appraise it. Like if I take a dollar from you, you can't you can't arrest me for. You uh, can arrest me. No, you can arrest me for robbery, but it would be considered uh like petty mm-hmm. petty. It would be that's how they classify. It be it be like considered like petty crime because mm-hmm. if if they appraise it, and it's over a certain amount mm-hmm. versus like grand larceny. Like there's different oh, type yeah, of, of course, of course. But yeah. I'm saying I'm saying, but at the at the end of the day, they can arrest you. Even oh, hundred percent. Stole a absolutely piece of gum from me. Yeah. Like you out of my mouth, you yeah, could, I could arrest exactly. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, 
the, the baby's in jail. And um, then he, yeah, he, we'll see. We'll the, see what happens. And then he was denied bail because he had a warrant in Texas for what they call criminal activity. Oh, really? Yeah, criminal activity. So what people, I, I, I was doing my research on it. Criminal activity means you don't necessarily get convicted of criminal activity, but it makes a charge of yours a notch higher, worse. So, for instance, that's why the baby is actually in trouble right now. He's in big trouble because he did this robbery. In a sense, it's not probably not that big a deal, right? He it just some altercation happened. He stole some stuff from him. It would not be considered a big deal. But since he was arrested for criminal activity, which you don't necessarily get convicted for. But what it does is it raises the level of any other offense that you committed. So his robbery offense now gets pushed up to a notch higher because of that criminal activity charge that he had. Yo, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You are on. I think you've been watching too much. Sixty minutes, it's and been, and been, you're a little bit more advanced than I than I than yeah, I am man. with the charges. So, uh, yeah, I think you should just represent little. Uh, I said, I was about to say little baby. Damn, all these goddamn babies, but they grown as men. But anyway, yeah, man. Hey, shout out to the baby, man. He had a great 2019. You sound like he's not gonna be around for 2020. He's in jail now. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's over for him, but because I don't think it is. But listen, he didn't start the year off good. That, that's that's a fact. Yeah. So, anyway, man, let's move on, man. It, and and with that, like I said, he had a great 2019. Hey, we're in 2020 now. Let's talk about the new freaking year and the new decade. A lot of new shit has happened, including DreamVisionNetwork.com. Did you yes, guys know that, sir? Did you guys know that? Yes, sir. Yeah, so we are actually, uh, we, we launched our new website. It is live. Check us out. It has all of the content that you normally are used to. Ill-advised, wise guys, uh, podcast material, ratings game, music material. Yeah, check it out. Give us some feedback. You know, if you like it, let us know. If you don't, hey, that's up. that's your problem. Just Just saying. <laughs> just saying. I mean, and 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 more than likely, you're not gonna like it. But it, whoa, give us whoa, some feedback. Whoa. You know? <laughs> nah, it's an amazing site. <laughs> Check it out. Hey man, hey, let's move on, man. What what other current news do we have? So, um, let me think about this. So, oh, here we go. Gunna, did you hear about that? Gunna, your was, boy. Gunna was uh recently exposed, quote unquote, air quotes, for being a snitch. Did you hear about that shit? Oh, absolutely. I heard about it. You heard about it? I that? saw the video. They were saying Gunner was on Crime Stoppers. First of, first and foremost. Actually, I, no, he was on Crime well, Stoppers. Well, Sorry. let's let's be clear because I want to clarify some things for context. But listen, listen. Context is the word of 2020. And I want to be clear too. Context. Can I be clear? Go ahead. I want to be clear too. Like, I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. He, he was on crime. So, like, let's, I, 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 whatever that situation is, I don't know. I just saw him on Crime Stoppers. I'm not cast, <laughs> casting any expersions like, like, like Stephen A. Smith always said. Well, I think you are. No, I'm not. Because I just said I saw no, him on Crime Stoppers. No, because this is why I'm asking, because was he okay. really on Crime Stoppers? That was him. That was definitely him. No, no, he no, was no, mumbling. no, 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 <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, was that crime, movie. was that the Crime Stoppers show? It was some type of crime. That wasn't crime stuff. <laughs> that was just fucking the, the network news. 
station that was Channel 4 in your local area. The Atlanta, Atlanta, local area. <laughs> now, that joint said, that joint gave It a said number. Crime Stoppers it at the bottom? It said 1-800-Crime Stoppers at the bottom. <laughs> So there you have it. You had that. It was the whole shebang. You had the dog and everything. <laughs> Smokey the dog or whatever the hell. You had everything. Was on there. Yo, there you have it, man. Hey, um, so Gunna is, according to some new rapper out at, was he from Texas? Where's he from? He's from Louisiana. That's where he's from. Some Louisiana rapper named Wes, which I'm not familiar with him or his music. He claims that Gunna is a uh as a snitch and uh I ain't gonna lie. What I saw mm-hmm. on quote unquote crime stoppers, I would agree with Wes. Gunna was singing like Brian McKnight <laughs> to the feds. Listen, all I right? don't, listen, Gunna, I'm on your side. I don't I Wait, don't no 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 don't try to get on his side on now his side. after like, laughing at him. I, I I no I laughed at the stuff the the situation all around it. Okay, I, okay. I was laughing a little bit at him, but yes, you. I were. don't. I don't think you started it's that laugh. bad. It's I'm. I'm laughing with him. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, but, but here's the thing. Um, Gunna's music is dope. I, I'm actually anticipating a a hell of a year for Gunna musically in 2020. Okay, I actually think Gunna's getting better. I actually legit. He definitely is getting I actually better. Legit, think Gunna is getting better. Like he definitely is getting better. He's putting up some pretty solid verses. Hundred percent. Uh, let's move on though, man. Uh. Hey, by the way, last episode we talked about Donald Trump and whether or not he would get impeached. Well, it actually did happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what else happened? World War Three and uh, the 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 uh, the start of that potentially. Uh, and by the way, we're not a freaking political show, so let's not act like we about to have all the details. You guys already know what we about. We about music. So listen, we're here to bring you guys some mute some news that is relatively relevant. Donald Trump was impeached. Doesn't mean he's out of office. The Senate still needs to vote and uh, try him in the court of law. You Which know? He's not going to be removed from office. Is really what you're trying to say. Will he be removed from office? That's exactly what I'm saying. And it doesn't and, look like it. I don't think he's going to be removed just because the majority is Republican. Yes. That, in the that, Senate. That Absolutely. Voting. Yes. So, but... You know, it can have ramifications on this uh, 2020. Can you believe it? 2020 election is coming up. That's wild. It's going to have 11 ramifications months. 11 months. on that. You know, so, you know, it's going to be interesting. This is going, 2020 is going to be an amazing year. Like, I mean, everything. Think about it. Sports, football. Like, yeah. we, we can have a serious-ass Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, however you put it, Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes. Yep. Aaron Rodgers versus Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Uh, San Francisco. Jimmy G versus Drew Brees. Tom Brady, or even Tom Brady, his his uh, his his damn uh, 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 the, the teacher. You know, like football on that end, we can get a NBA Finals with Giannis Antetokounmpo versus LeBron James. Yeah. Like twenty twenty is about to be lit. Hundred percent right, and uh, and we might get a Kendrick, Kendrick album. We might get a SZA album. We might get a Rihanna album. 
We might we in in you. Because twenty nineteen music was pretty bad. This yo, was a bad year for music. Yo, listen, NFL playoffs is going on right now. We got Buffalo Bills and uh, Houston Texans on right now that we're watching uh, to date the podcast, so you guys know exactly what what time we record. But yeah, this year's gonna be interesting, man, because Tom Brady is not the same guy. He fell off a cliff. Like Max always said. I mean, that's what he said, but, like, he's not the same. I think it's pretty obvious. He's not the same guy. So, I think with that being said, we'll see what happens this NFL playoff. I got Lamar Jackson coming out of the AFC. You got Lamar Jackson coming out of the AFC? And Lamar Jackson and the and the, and the, and the Baltimore Ravens, I got them coming out, man. That's it. Okay, what's your Super Bowl? I got them give, coming give, out, give bro. Give full Super Bowl prediction. Here's my Super Bowl pick prediction. Lamar Jackson... Baltimore Ravens, although that's going to be tough getting out of Kansas City. I think they're going to get to Kansas City, and it's going to be tough. But I believe they're going to overcome. they be playing at Baltimore, by the way. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. They'll that, be playing good at point. Baltimore. Good point. Good point. But regardless of where they play, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough game for them. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I had them coming out. But uh, on the NFC, man, this is the toughest one, though, because I thought Green Bay was decent. And then they they struggled to beat uh, the Detroit Lions in the mm-hmm. in the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. I am not high on Green Bay Packers like I was before. Mm-hmm. Although they're sneaky because I think that any any given moment, based on the competition, they can perform because of Aaron I mean, Rodgers. Aaron he's, Rodgers. A, he's a bad he's a bad boy. But NFC, I have the New Orleans Saints. It's not a bad pick. I got the New Orleans Saints in the Super Bowl versus the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. That's who I got. That would be the worst case Super Bowl. Wait, who the fuck do you got? Um, Talking about boring. Who you got? Don't say the Buffalo so, Bills either. I was thinking about Buffalo Bills. I was thinking about it. Uh, so, I think this is the year where somebody random comes out. And so, I'm leaning towards New England. And, yes, you're like, what, random? How is New England random? This year they are random. This year they are not favored. And I think that you're going to get the best version of them these next couple of weeks. Uh, To me, from start to finish, the best team in the NFL this year has been the San Francisco 49ers. From start to finish. The best team. I don't think – and once they got that first – once they got that first – that that, that first seed – I don't think anybody can beat them. They're at home. Their defense is rocking. Yeah. They're just explosive. I think they're the best team in the NFL, and they will make it to the Super Bowl. New England Patriots versus San Francisco, and I think San Francisco will win that Super Bowl. Let's see, man. Let's see. I think, first of all, I think that's a safe pick to always go with New England, even though you know good and damn well they've been trash all year. Or at least not trash. That's a bad way to to characterize what they've been. Disappointing mm-hmm. is probably the Old. better word. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, go with it. Go injured. With it. Um, have they? Yes. Who? Who uh, who's been injured? No, they just Edel- haven't been playing. Edelman's well. been injured. He's he's injured every year. Uh, he's been on the field. Josh Gordon was injured before he got suspended. They cut him. Cut him and cut. I they mean, cut him in like week two or some shit like that. Or week true. week three. Like he's been, he had I wouldn't even consider him a part of the team. I but guess they're just bad. All, all I'm saying is that team, the Patriots, have been having a very interesting season. We'll see, man. We'll see. I think it's a safe pick to even consider them as a part of the Super Bowl because you know what they've you know what they've been uh, 
been used to. But um, you guys be the judge. I think we should start talking about some music. We've done everything but that so far so. on the show. I, I I think so. That's what they. That's what we do, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Watch the throne. So with the first album on our Watch the Throne segment of 2020, the new decade, we have the Jack Boys with their new album entitled Jack Boys. Now, I'm sure you guys are wondering, at least the guys of you, or women, of you who are not familiar with who the Jack Boys are, that is a collective that consists of Travis Scott and his entire Astro World fam, Don Tolliver, uh, Sheck West, his DJ, his official DJ. I cannot remember the name, his name off the top right now. I think it's, I think his name is Chase B. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Chase B, uh, Travis Scott's DJ. And then the one guy who started rapping randomly on that one song called Gang Gang, which we'll get into that song a little bit later. But like I said, they dropped a new album. And uh, I I want to start off, man, because I'm already just kind of talking about them. So I'll start talking about the album. So you didn't say the name of the person, by the way. I don't know his name. <laughs> that's why I didn't say it. Sheck West, you mean? No, dude. You no. You mentioned Sheck West. No, I did. I no, did. You, didn't. you said Don Tolliver. You didn't and Sheck West. I said Sheck West right after that. Go oh. rewind the tape. Okay. Rewind the tape, man. And and clean out your ears, too, while you're at it. Wait, what, what random person are you talking about rapping? Dude, did you listen to the Gang Gang song? I listened to the Gang Gang song. What you don't remember the guy at the end who was rapping real? Like, that's not Travis Scott, Don Tolliver, or Sheck West. And I saw the video. That's how I know for a fact it's some random dude I don't know of. Okay. Yeah. So was he black? Yes, he was. Okay. So don't test my, like, gang gang knowledge again. Okay. Little bitch. Anyway. uh, Yeah, man. So I think first and foremost, I, I have to start off by saying this album was a surprise to me. I wasn't aware that it was coming out. Wasn't aware that the Jack Boys movement was a real thing. I do remember Travis Scott dropping a joint album with Quavo entitled Honcho Jack. So I was aware of of uh, Travis Scott's whole Cactus Jack label imprint. But this whole Jack Boys imprint and, and collective, that's new to me. Um, I knew he was working with Sheck West. Don Tolliver is a new, a new addition to me, although I am aware of. Don Tolliver and his contribution to that one song called Can't Say on Travis Scott's Astroworld album. Well, I have a lot to say about this album, I will say, because although it did come as a surprise, I was very, very, very intrigued to just press play on this when I saw it, because I'm always excited to get new Travis Scott music, but this was a little different to me because he's now establishing himself as his own collective brand which i think travis scott has been his own man his whole career damn near but anybody who stands next to travis scott i'm intrigued i'm intrigued of so when i press play dude i'm gonna be honest with you highest in the room featuring rosalia and Lil baby when i saw the track listing i was like nah i don't know about this one man like Lil baby i don't even know who rosalia is 
But when I pressed play, dude, she was like flowing. She's a, she's a Latin singer. Well, I know that now. Uh, yes. That she was on. I actually heard her on a uh, James Blake album. Oh, did that you? came out last year. Okay. Yeah. James okay. Blake. Well, Rosalia had a pretty decent birth. I thought she used the same exact flow as Travis Scott on Highest in the Room. It was cool to hear another uh, another language. Style. Lay, yeah, another style to, to lay over the song. I thought, honestly, I thought Lil Baby had a average to below average contribution, you know, part to the Highest in the Room remix. Yeah, nothing really to talk about. We, I, th- I, I think everybody can agree the original is better than this. Mm-hmm. Then you start out with Jack Boys, the 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 song, which was really just an instrumental. I mean, it didn't really have much other, much much else uh, outside of just kind of just being an atmospheric, mm-hmm. um, vibe setting kind of instrumental, mm-hmm. which was about I think like forty seconds, thirty to forty seconds or so. I mean, it's, it's almost like the album started after it's, you know, how yeah. highest in the room felt like an outro song, but they started at the intro. Yep. And then the album started with Jack boys. And then you really got into the, you know, nooks and crannies of it. hundred so. percent. And so after Jack boys instrumental, which I'll call it instrumental, but it was more of the intro to me, we get into gang gang, which I think was featured very heavily by Sheck West, you know, I haven't really been high on Sheck West his whole career. I mean, he I know he had the song Mo Bamba, which came out la- early last year. Um, wasn't really the best song to me, although I will say that this song, Gang Gang, was very, very reminiscent of just the, what I would consider the New York sound prior to people like Lil TJ. Like, if you guys remember very, very vividly you know, New York has been on the rise and just been having its 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 rebrand for years. And I think ASAP Rocky um, was a really, really big push for New York hip hop within the last decade, more specifically, probably five to six years ago. Mm-hmm. This song really gave me ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky vibes in terms of how Sheck West attached, you know, he attacked the beat. I really, really like the Don Tolliver uh, chorus with this. Overall, I thought it was a decent song, man. Um, I, I like that. I think it bangs really, really good in the car, man. You you play this shit in the car, dude, you're going to like this shit even more. Don't play it at home. You have to be on the move to hear Gang Gang. And have one of your, have one of your niggas in the car, too, while you at it. I think this shit will add for a very good a- appeal, which I think you guys will like. Moving on, Had Enough featuring Quavo and Offset. This was an interesting song because I think the the instrumental proved to just kind of be a little random. But I think Don Tolliver, to me, was a standout, not only on this song, but also just throughout every song on this project that he was a part of. The next song is kind of a throwaway to me, and it hurts me to say this because Young Thug was on this song. It hurts me. Your, your idol. No, he's not my idol, but I, I fuck with him. It hurts me to say that Out West featuring uh, Young Thug was a throwaway, but it it indeed was because there's I don't I just don't fuck with this song at all. Like I just think it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to hear this song again. If it comes on, I'm leaving the room. And That's it, harsh. And yes, if I'm in the car. I'm jumping out the car That's while the song is being okay. played. That's how bad this song See, is. See, that's harsh. You you enter in 2020 so damn negative, bro. That's just how I feel. 
negativity will not prosper. How's it? It's just how I feel, man. It's not negativity. But after this song, we get into what to do? Question mark featuring Don Tolliver. This to me is the best song on this album. Um, and it's not really saying a whole lot because it's only seven songs. But I think the combination of the the melodic feel that Don Tolliver adds to this featuring Travis Scott and also I believe Sheck West was on this song just very briefly. I thought this this song proved to just be the most artistic, the most replayable song for all things that Travis Scott and what I'm now learning Don Tolliver brings to the table. So, hey, man, I'm a fan of Don Tolliver, man. He's dope as fuck. Don Tolliver's dope. You know what? Yeah. Go ahead and start the go ahead and start the God, year out with some negativity. God, you you know you start guys, the year out with negativity. People just Let's run go. with things. What's man? up? Like, okay, but go ahead, finish your. Finish no, 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 no. You almost done. You got one song. Left. I got one song left, and then we go with Gotti, featuring Pop Smoke, who I believe is been he's been rapping over the same beat since he dropped, and this is this song is no different. This song has no place on this EP. I thought it was bad. I had no idea that Travis Scott was going to be on this type of song. I thought it was a wasted effort. Overall, I think the album, I would give it about a C. It didn't show me anything great. It didn't show me anything badly. What to do, Gang Gang, and also uh, Had Enough are, I would say, the top three songs on this seven-song EP. I can't give it anything more than a C, man. What you think? I mean, you're damn there just... Did the whole summary uh, by yourself? It's seven songs without man. giving me an opinion. It's seven songs without man. without without letting me have an a, opinion. Hey. But I don't argue. This is twenty twenty. We stopped that. We'll give it about Stop one that. episode, and you're gonna be back arguing. But go ahead. So, you make good points. You know, obviously, you know your song by song breakdown. I believe was accurate. Um, I agree with you. Out west with Young Thug was underwhelming. Like, I, I, I didn't think there was anything special about that song at all. And that's saying a lot because, like, Travis Scott and Young Thug, they they capitalize off of special. They capitalize off of creativity. I just didn't think that song was any of those things I just mentioned. Um, what to do? Unbelievable vibes on there. Um, the chemistry between Don Tolliver and Travis Scott's amazing. It's almost like, you know, the chemistry you got with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I, I mean, to a lesser extent, obviously. But, you know, when when an artist finds that Scottie Pippen, it's, it's amazing to hear, especially when they first start making music together. So what what to do, I, I agree, that was a good song. Gotti, I actually liked Gotti. I, I think it's one of those songs that will hype you up. Um, I thought hearing Travis Scott rap over a beat like that was interesting, intriguing got me a little more hyped up when his part came on. So I'm I'm a somewhat fan of Gotti. Um overall, you know, I, I I think the body of work, what what I called it on my review on ratings game was uh it tasted it, it's it sounded like a trap tasting. Okay. Like you get almost every aspect of a trap song like trap music you get every aspect of trap music on the album um it's also an album that like kind of 
shows people what the future of trap can look like if people take it to that next level. Like, if you think about Highest in the Room, that's a very futuristic-sounding trap song. Like, people aren't making that type of song. Um, You know, Gang Gang took it to the next level. It's not simple. It's not predictable. And that's what I love about Travis Scott. He's not a predictable artist. You cannot predict what Travis Scott's going to do from song to song. And I think that's what I loved about this album. You can't you can't look at it as is the music super pleasing? Is the music, you know, does it make me go to the club and want to buy more drinks or whatever? You have to look at it as artistry. And did they push the envelope, which is something that we're not asking for artists as much these days in my opinion to push the envelope. And I think this was an album that pushed the envelope and that's that's kind of why I like it as much as I do. Um, I know what a lot of people are saying on the internet that Don Tolliver actually carried this album. He, he was on a lot of songs. That's facts. He was on a lot of songs. <laughs> he was unique on the songs that he was on. But come on. Can we stop? Why is it always... There's always that one person in a group that you want to hype and think is the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Everybody, oh, oh my God, take off. He take off his eye. Like all people right, are saying, yo, right, take off right. is the see, best see, Migos. Take, take off is the best in Migos. I, I see what we're take, doing here. He's eye. I see what we're doing here. Like take off is eye. He's eye. He's different from Quavo and Offset. <laughs> is he better than Quavo and Offset? Absolutely not. But there's people that are like, oh man, take off, carry. Nah. I He's see, I. I see what we're doing here. I now, see, Don Tolliver, he was <laughs> I on the album. He was I. Like he 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 provided a different type of sound, a different type of melody than Travis Scott. He was different from Travis Scott, yeah. And it was refreshing to hear somebody other than Travis Scott carry a song. I get that. But let's not make it seem like he's the best thing since sliced bread. He was I. Just like all these other art, Gunna, Gunna is I. Oh, man. Is Gunna he, young he, thug? He, I don't think he's quite young thug. He's I. He's getting better. But come on, man. Like, let's stop. So Let's stop going on Twitter just because you feel like this person's different. Because there's a difference. They're you know different. This is my rant. Let me finish my rant. Continue, please. Well, I'm going to resort to my 2019 <laughs> bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Then I will, I will kindly interrupt you. He's all right, man. Like, let's stop putting these people on pedestals. Come on, man. Like, he was all right on the album. Like, to me, he was all right. He was different. There's a difference between different and good. Like, a lot of times we hear, yes, we hear Quavo and Offset or Migos a lot because they're the stars. When, it, when we get a chance to hear Takeoff rap, it's cool because it's different. Do not sit here and tell me it's it's cool because he's better than them. He's not better than those two. He's just different. Don Tolliver is just different from Travis Scott. Do not think, don't not tell me he carried this freaking album. He Yo. did not. He was just different. Yo. All right, I'm done. Can, can, are you done? I'm, I'm done? Are you sure? I'm done. Because I was hearing. I, I'm, are you I'm, sure? I was just peacefully frolicking through my damn Twitter <laughs> account, and all I see is Don Tolliver kill. Oh my, Don Tolliver's the goat. Don Let Tolliver, me tell you, yo, da, come on. 
Let me let me let me provide. I, I I love Dodds Holloway. Wait, no. Let me let me provide some balance here, right? Because you're right. People do go off the rails and they start talking crazy about who they think is the next, and they you know they can start getting irrational. I get it, but I will tell you something. While I agree with that, I don't think it's blasphemy to say that. Uh, Don Tolliver was a standout on this seven song project. Like it's that's not crazy to say. He just because stood wait out because he was different. I don't care how he stood. You see now what you're doing is you're qualifying and you're trying to diminish. We not. I'm not trying to say. Oh, this is why he stood out. No, I'm telling you the man stood out on this seven song project. Period. We not say. Oh, it's because he's different. Oh, it's because he. We never heard him before. No, 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 no. F all that. You know when somebody stands out and you know when they don't. What to do is, is to me, it's like, I don't believe it's debatable, but it's sure. If you want to debate it, fine. That's the best song on this on this seven-song project. Okay. He had the best part, and he was the most memorable part of that song. That His contributions was the reason why that song was dope. That's a fact. I hope y'all can't hear me yawning. It's a fact. Now, now here's the thing. If you want to be conservative and you want to be like, oh, I don't want to hear when this new guy I never heard of is better than Travis Scott. I am not trying to sit here and say that Travis Scott or or Don Tolliver is better than Travis Scott. Don't ever get it twisted. That is not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Never. Mm -hmm. What I'm telling you is that what I heard, my ears are not broken. All right. I know what the fuck I'm hearing. When I play, press play, Mm -hmm. Don Tolliver's contribution on what it do, I'm sorry, what to do was, again, it was the best song and his contributions is, to me, why that song was dope. So when you start ranking what you're hearing on the EP, it's like, oh, what other things has he been putting out or, or what, what, what else has he done on this EP? Okay, Gang Gang. The other song, Had Enough. To me, like I said, those are the three best songs on this project of this seven song project really six he was okay. but really five if you really think about it because we already heard highest in the room and the intro is not even really a song so let's be real it's really about five songs okay three of the five songs were carried and arguably had the best impact by don Tolliver. just happened to be on it the most. i am not trying he to was on it the most yo listen here listen here listen listen to me very clearly i'm not a don Tolliver fucking fucking uh apologist but what, what i will do is i will acknowledge when a nigga is sounding refreshing and he is carrying a song he carried what to do he didn't carry gang gang but his part on it was dope and then had enough his part on it was was fire like let's not even get it twisted so listen i i understand why you and other people will be like oh man what the i don't want to hear and you start equating it to take off fine in due time, we understood that Takeoff was not the 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 quote unquote best member of the Migos, right? Okay. We understood that in time. Okay. I always and knew. you said that. From I the always beginning. knew. I understand. I said you guys are hyping I understand this Takeoff. That. Guy. I understand that. He, then he dropped his you solo s- album, and you're like, eh. hey, here's the thing. Actually, they, everybody started disappearing after that. No, but you didn't hear nothing. No, right, but let's be he clear. He actually had one of the better out of the three. It was. De- I was sure just about to say. Quavo's. I was just about to but, say. That. Let's be clear. It was better than Quavo's Takeoff. I'm sorry, it's better than Quavo. But it wasn't better than Offset. Offset. It wasn't was better than Offset. Offset was clearly the best. Offset was the best. And I think from the jump, you said Offset was the best. Migos. 
And so I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you credit. You said that. Props to you. I am not saying that. Let's be clear. I am not saying Don Tolliver is the best person in Jack Boys. That's not what's happening. But. I didn't say you said I that. I know. But see, but what you're doing is uh-huh. you're hearing people highlight Don Tolliver. Yeah. And it's almost like you're getting offended that people feel like this. That he carried this project. I am getting offended. He did, though. Because. Okay. He did. Okay. He was it's on it fact. the most. He was on it the most. Okay. Uh, let me ask you a quick. Oh, uh, let me ask you a quick even question. Even if that is true. Let me ask you a quick even question. Even if that is true. Okay. So what's wrong with the statement? Okay, so so when you say it's it's mis, <laughs> it's misleading. You're, when you say, "Yo, oh Don Tolliver, he carried the project." Yeah, because he was on it the most. Of course, he carried it. Now, was his contributions on the project great? I don't think they were great. I think it was all right. Now, now let me ask you something. What's up? When you go to Chipotle, mm-hmm. right? What do you get? Rice, black beans, chicken. Tomato, corn, sour cream. Right? No, I don't get I don't get half the thing you mentioned. But you don't right, get cool. so, what are you freaking I'm just letting you know I don't get human? I'm a homo sapien. Oh right? my god. Yeah. What the hell is that? It's like not No, I don't get beans. Okay, you don't get beans. I don't get uh half the time I get sour cream. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Half the time? I get sour cream. Okay. So um I get brown rice. You get brown rice? I get brown rice. Are you sick ass? I get fajitas. I get fajitas. Okay. Can we switch the subject? Bro, you just you trying you trying to tell me what I get. I'm telling you no, nigga, I don't get what the fuck you talking about, all right? Don't you better represent me properly. Right, my whole point, represent me properly, my, whole point my brother. Is this. Just because you can have a a burrito bowl that has more rice than it does chicken doesn't mean that rice is carrying that burrito oh, oh, bowl. Oh, Bang! oh, oh, and I get freaking uh, carne, carne asada. Okay. Or beef, motherfucker. Jeez, I don't get geez. chicken. Get your, get your uppity, get your, get your uppity ass up out this basement. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, man. I don't get half the shit you mentioned, but all right, whatever. I get the point. I get all the right. point. I, I think I'm not, but I'm not arguing in 2019, so I don't know what. But we you just were arguing with me. That though. was not an argument. All right, so. You have a problem with the people highlighting down Tolliver. Whatever, whether or not you want to say, oh, he was on no, it the most. Or he was on, on it the a, most. Put him on a pedestal. Whatever the hell you want to say. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know this pedestal. I, I'm nah, not part of the people you're representing I, I right now. I you are. Yeah, this I just know that. Different. what. But what I can say, without okay. being a part of that, that crew that you're mentioning, mm-hmm. what I can say, and I can acknowledge openly, that when the, when the shit was done, the seven songs was done, mm-hmm. I said, yo, wow. These songs that I like, oh wow, who's a Don Tolliver guy? This Don mm-hmm. Tolliver guy mm-hmm. stood out. That's it. That's now literally the end of the statement. Out. Okay, so he stood. If out. you got a problem with that, St- that's, you that's your out. problem. You can stand that's out. That's your problem. You can stand out badly too. No, he stood out positively. Is what? Okay. It's positively. <laughs> yeah, come on, relax. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time worrying about who stood out negatively. All right, we're talking about positive. Let's start the new. Year. Let's start the new year off right, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> oh man, but anyway, yeah, seven song. You guys let us know if you liked it. Let us know what songs you liked. If not, hey, it's cool too. What I heard is there's a deluxe. I don't know if you heard that. I didn't hear that. It's eighteen songs. It's coming in a few weeks. Where? Oh, it's coming in a few weeks. That's what I hear. Oh, I thought it was like oh they they only released it in like China or something. Nah, bro. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how like China's version of they Super got, Mario Brothers different, has yeah, like different, different levels. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what the hell is Super Mario? Why is Super Mario yellow in this China version? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, but it, you guys, like I said, you guys be the judge. Let's move on, though. NLE Choppa dropped his new project called Cotton Wood. Uh, what'd you think about this, man? Uh, first and foremost, for people that I actually do believe are the truth, um, that should be put on pedestals. Uh, I think NLE Choppa's actually pretty, pretty dope, man. Like, first and foremost, let me preface my comment. I think he's dope, right? But I don't think he is the best version that he can be as an artist. I don't think he's the best version yet. I think he's going to need some fine-tuning, but his potential, to me, is amazing. I love his energy. Um, I love that he, he has identified a sound that he could be successful using. And then I just love his demeanor, like his demeanor. He he's 17 years old. He still acts teenagey, but at the same time, there's this like grown folk handle your business vibe to him that I I really enjoy. So, just like you guys, um, I don't really dig deep into artists. We 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 rate so much music; it's hard to dig deep. You have to have that one song that makes you dig deep into that artist. And for me. Uh, I always knew who NLE Chopper was, but when I first heard Camelot, I was like, yo, this dude's actually pretty solid. Like, mm. I like this dude's energy. Like, he, he kind of reminds me of a Southern Meek Mill where he's just spazzing. Remember when Meek Mill first came out? Meek Mill was just spazzing on any track you give him. That's how NLE Chopper was. Now, mm. rapping skills-wise, is he going to blow you away with his punchlines? No. Is he going to hit you with some clever wordplay? No. But you're just going to really love how he attacks any beat that you give him. I think the rapping skills part will get better as time get, goes by. Mm. With that being said, Cottonwood, uh, I think is a very solid body of work. Um, first and foremost, the energy is amazing. Explosive energy. Uh, the beats are explosive. Uh, the topics are violent, full of rage. I think he shot about... 97 different people on the album. Um, That's it? About 97. I think it was more than that. Yeah. Uh, and then, to me, most importantly, uh, we were talking about this off the air, he has it to me. Like, he has it. Like, he has this aura to him that makes you want to know more about what he's all about and who he is. He doesn't necessarily tell you who he is on this album, but I guarantee after you listen to it, you start Googling to figure out more about him. Check out his Wikipedia. Um, but with that being said, uh, I loved Cruise featuring Meek Mill. That's actually a bonus track on the album. Uh, he added it maybe like a week after the album came out. I love Cruise. Um, Shot to Flow, everybody knows that song. I like that joint. I even like the remix with Blueface. I thought Blueface actually killed it. It's a beat that caters to Blueface's style, you know, unorthodox style of rapping. He killed it. Um, I like Step. I like NWA. That that the definition NWA to me is a definition of him just throwing out, hurling out bars, mm -hmm. spitting out bars like it was high school cafeteria food. Like that 
to me, if you really want to be a fan of uh, NLE Chopper, listen to NWA. But all in all, you know, I, I like the body of work. Is it the best thing ever? No, but I do see potential. I do see it as a stepping stone for something greater. And I'm, I'm high on this guy. I'm mm. high on him. Love Way it. high on him than Ta- Don Tolliver like you guys are. You. Now that's that's you blasphemy. People. You people. That's blasphemy. You You're out of your fucking mind if you, you think. People. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Don Tolliver is a star. Jeez. The, oh. I'm going to piss you off even more. Why? I'm going to continue to why? piss you. Let's argue, please. I don't argue Let's anymore. argue like it's 2019. I tabled it. Let's argue like it's last year. I tabled it. You, I you, tabled it in see, the last... Ten years, see, last decade. Listen, you can have a problem all you want with that statement. I'm gonna keep saying it, and I don't represent. I don't represent the people that you've been getting mad at online. I'm letting you know that Don Tolliver's a star, independent of how you feel. But whatever, hundred percent, he is more talented than NLE, NLE Chopper. It's not even close. Okay, he might be more talented. No, not might. He is. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, put some respect on the man's name. I like Don Tolliver. No, at this point, if you're saying Mike with NLE Chopper, that lets me know you don't you ain't listening. You're not listening. Okay, why, I don't believe why you're is listening. He more talented. Why? Why? Yeah, I'm just curious. This okay. is a question. Okay, all right, uh, sure. I'll answer the obvious question. Okay. Uh, why? Why is he more talented? It's just a question. He's more talented because number one, he understands music structure. Wrong. That's, that's number one. No, that's facts. It's not wrong. I'll put it. Right? He he understands. He understands music. Okay. Uh, And and NLD Chopper does not? uh, Not more than Don Tolliver. No, he just doesn't understand the music that you want to listen to. Here we go. And only Chopper understands it. He knows when to add gunshot sounds to the song. You see what I'm saying? saying? It's it's on point. Yo, all right. Let me get into F. Don Tolliver. Let me get into NLD Chopper's music um, in the, in the, uh, the album that he came out with called Cottonwood. So... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to say everything you just said, because I agree with most of the things you said. But um, some of my standouts, which you already mentioned, are "Shot to Flow," uh, "Shot to Flow" remix with Blueface. I like those. I think, I think that that's his best sound, uh, realistically speaking. That gutter hood, uh, motivational, ratchet, whatever the hell you want to attach to what these kids are doing these days. Like, it's it's pretty dope. I mean, it's energetic. NLE Chopper sounds very reminiscent of uh, NBA Youngboy or Youngboy Never Broke Again, depending on who the hell is listening, which I told myself I would never say Youngboy Never Broke Again, but I said it anyway. I call him Youngboy Never Broke Again. I wouldn't. You know what? To, mark my words. I'm never calling him that again. NBA Youngboy. Um... He sounds very much so like NBA Youngboy, but my problem with NLE Chopper is not that he doesn't have a few hits, because he does. Don't get it twisted. Like I mentioned, Shot to Flow. I even like the song Matrix on this album. We getting money like the Matrix, even though I don't know how you get money like the Matrix, but that shit's fire, though. The Matrix did very well on the box office. Nah, but that's not what he's talking about. I don't believe so. Uh, I don't even know if he said we getting money like the Matrix, but that's what I remember him saying. But... That Matrix song is dope. Um, N.W.A., you talked about it earlier. That's a tight song. Overall, I, I like the intro, Unfold. That's a dope song, too. Overall, I like NB, I like NLE Chopper, and I'm struggling to not say NBA Youngboy because that is what I am reminded of when I hear this man rap. Um, 
I wish he would get his relative own style. Not trying to be disrespectful. I'm sure the man, he's first off, he's young. He's like 18 years old. I'm sure he'll grow into being a more mature uh, artist where he kind of refines his sound and his topics and all that other good stuff. But at this very much, at this very point, I'm not really hearing a whole lot of distinction between NBA Youngboy and himself. But I think this project was pretty good, though, overall. I thought it was pretty good. So not a whole lot to say, but uh, yeah, man, let's just move on, man. Let's just move on. Cameron. Mr. Dipset himself dropped his sequel of an album called Purple Haze 2. Wow. Yo, when did Purple Haze, the original, come out? Do you remember? 2004. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Been, remember we was in high school. No, I for sure remember we were high. That's, that's why I'm like, that's I'm one like of my dude. favorite albums of all time. <sighs> my favorite. No, yours? Oh, favorites. Favorites. Mm-hmm. I love Purple Haze. I do. It's a dope album. But um, I think it took him long enough to come out with this sequel, man. It took him long enough. So for those of you guys who are not familiar with Cameron, I mean, we're talking to some young people who just don't really understand the whole Dipset movement and what that was all about back in the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s. You really need to go back and really do your research because Cameron, Joel Santana, Jim Jones, Freaky Zeke, the whole Dipset JR collective. Did JR Ryder Hell Rel? Hell Rel. Oh man, Hell Rel. Forty Remember Cal. Hell, Forty Cal. Cal. Max yeah. B was an affiliate. Yeah, he was an affiliate. Um, there's a whole slew of artists, honestly, who were part of that that collective, whether it was directly or indirectly. Was it as Zsa Zsa? A... Remember Zsa the lady. Oh yeah, I thought it was a kid. Actually, that's Jim. No, it was a kid. That was a no, kid. Zsa Zsa I thought I was the girl. No, I'm thinking of Juju. She was on what you remember? On. Oh yeah, Juju was like Cam's son. Am I tripping? No, Juju. Remember, was, it was his a kid. Baby mama. Juju was not. But he, remember, he kept saying Juju all throughout. It was, he remember he kept getting a kid to like. All right, man. Whatever. I don't know. What I do know what you're talking about. about. Juju was his baby. Not yeah. baby. He didn't have a kid with her, but yeah, mm-hmm. her. That's I, on Love and Hip Hop now. Yes, her. I'm not talking about her though. But anyway, Cameron. Jewel Santana, all them guys I just mentioned, part of the Dipset uh, Rockefeller family. You know, he dropped his uh, Purple Haze album, the the initial offering in that, 2004. I thought this new project was very, very reminiscent of the old Cam, which I have always loved. I thought Cam, I've always had a soft spot for Cam, no homo. And I promised myself I would never say that again, but I said it. That's an honor. Cameron used to always say that. He did, and I think it's he it's, started. It's, I think he started it. He, you know, you know what? That's arguable. I'm not sure who started it, but they definitely took that shit to the next level, hundred percent. So, um, what's interesting to me is that, uh, you know, I was really, really not expecting this project. Um, so when I did get it, I was listening just with no expectations, and I found myself. Really, uh, really just listening and and really saying to myself, man, Cameron is really doing it. Like, how has he been able to sustain his career, sustain his longevity, sustain his brand for this freaking long? Because what I can always remember back in high school is Cameron really, really establishing himself as one of the top artists 
from a stylistic standpoint, him wearing whether it's him wearing pink, uh, him really being one of the forefathers of just you know being behind this this gangster but also feminine way. Like I say, feminine not in a disrespectful way, but I just mean like somebody who's really not being all the way over the top with the manly aspect, but re- just really kind of giving you the swag vibe, freedom. He was swagged out before people knew what swag was, dude. Straight up. So when I when I really look at this album, I I, I can appreciate it from that standpoint. I thought um, the collaboration with Max B was really dope. Uh, this is my city. I thought it was actually even beyond dope. Like I I really really thought that song was so nostalgic of what Cameron and the whole Dipset community was doing, you know, back then. And you know, hey. Max B's gonna be out of jail soon, apparently. Yeah, but Ma- let, let, let's be real. He, and I love apparently, Max B. Apparently. Listen, I love Max B. He's the waviest of them all. Is he? That was a horrible you don't, guest you, appearance. You didn't like that verse? That feature. You didn't like that verse? No. He had a he was on the hook of This Is My City. Wait, he was on the verse too, or am I thinking of a different no, song? This is my city and keep rising. He was on both. They used the hook. Keep rise. Okay, got it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah he the, was crying. He the song like he right was after. Crying. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, he still though. He was on the hook. You th- listen, I liked it. I liked if it. If you're going to be it. on ill-advised wise, I like guys, it. do your research. No, here, here's the thing. I liked it. Here's the funny part. Because, no, I didn't realize those songs were back-to-back. They're back-to-back. Right. Back. You're absolutely right. They phase in. But, but, Max B is the is the god. Okay, here we go. Wave Max god. B is the god. He's the wave god. You want to talk about, you know, how, you know how we were talking about Drake earlier? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how Drake fathered a style and he fathered this whole... Uh, emo just kind of being in your feelings and this that and the third remember how we were having that conversation yes well i think max b kind of did that for the hood folks he really did so you in here in 2020 with these these crazy ass takes bro it's you mean harlem folks no not the hood folks talking about the hood the hood or the hood see all right Cause See, you got to decipher. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. Uh, the hood. Okay. So yeah, now, nah, now nah, I agree with you. I, <laughs> so what I think is interesting is the fact that um, I, I just feel like Max B. Max B is one of those forgotten people who will never get his credit ever. He will never get his credit. He's one of the people who, because he went to jail, because he was never on the forefront, because he never had a hit song, because he was never in the forefront of the mainstream he's never gonna get the critical acclaim but we can't forget as people who are a part of the culture if you are a part of that like you claim you are all the real ones respect max b if you listen to tory lanes and his and what he everything he talks about all his influences max b is an integral part of what he is as an artist I'm telling you right now. I think it's cool to say Max B is. No. But they because they'll never admit bro. that they stole from Drake. They will Oh no, no, hell no. Nah. I, I stole from Drake. No, no you're right. right. But Max B is the one where it's like, yo, Max B was nope. hood certified. Nope. So it's cooler to say you took from Max B. Which I'm sure they did take from You Max know why B. they would never say they stole from Drake? Because Drake is still an artist right now. I listen, Drake and Max is, B's not? Max B's in jail, bro. Max B was about? on the album right now that you're, you're on Cameron album. But what else albums is he being a part he of other than French Montana? He he himself just came out with a mixtape. But nobody freaking cares like that. Oh, and he, but he he's a god to you. Yeah, because you know why? Well, I didn't say a god. I said he's he's one of he's one of those he's one of those legendary folks that will never get credit, which is what I said. He won't get the credit, and you're proving my point, right? How? Because what I'm telling what I'm telling you is that. 
all these wavy ass dudes that we've been that we've been clamoring, not me and you, but just the culture has loved for years, they will never get their credit. But this is not even about Max B. I don't even want to digress too for too long. This is about Cameron and Purple Haze Two, which I thought was a pretty good album. I thought Cameron gave us everything that he's that he's been able to give us over the years. The the drug dealing bars, the, all of the shit that we love from Cameron, swagged up, swagoo. We love it. Keep dropping the shit, Cameron. I fucking love this shit, man. Purple Haze is a good album. It's a good album. Purple Haze Two. Purple Haze Two is a good album. Okay. I, it's not great. It's Purple good. Purple Haze is very good too. It's really, really yeah. Both the original is freaking phenomenal. Yeah, and even with the skits. Remember he had that lady just. Like hanging around yep, with him, yep. like the skits, chicken head versus hundred uh, percent. Which you want to be a uh, what was it? Which you want to be a chicken or a, a a a duck? Anyway, yeah, good album. Um, I digress for too long, but go ahead. Yeah, man, you was yapping over here talking about Don Tolliver again, again. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Stay okay. with the three like blast. Oh no. Okay. So, uh, what are we talking about again? Oh, Purple Haze 2. So, what a lot of people don't know, I th- we talked about this before, haven't we? Where I said I have my personal favorite rappers. You laughed yeah. at me because I put Joe Budden on there, right? <laughs> so, Joe Budden, wh- when it's all said and done, I'm going to give you five rappers that pretty much made me do what we do right Bro, now. Bro, you're a hype beast. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sick of you. I had three copies let's of argue. Joe Budden's let's album. Let's argue. It's 2020, No, let's dog. argue. My expiration date for arguing is over. All right, you a At sucker. At this point, maybe, you a sucker. maybe special editions, we, we may argue. All right, man. But five of my artists that made me really love hip-hop music, right, was Joe Budden was one, Joel Santana was two, um, Cameron was three, and then there's two other people like Lil Wayne and uh, Kate Cuddy. But Cameron, to me, is one of my top five favorite rappers ever. I love his style. I love, you know, the fact that he ushered in this, you know, like the whole pink suit and all that stuff, the pink cars and all that good stuff. He ushered in this, like, fearlessness of being vivacious you know what i mean fear this 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 fearlessness of being not of doing too much like you don't have to be you don't have to be scared to do too much i'm gonna show you what doing too much looks like right and then you had the hey ma you know when they was dancing in in front of the club that little you know simple ass dance that i still to this day can do like cameron to me is not just about the music for him which, which, by the way, musically, he ushered in this whole soulful, old-school sound, right? Mm-hmm. Which, in my opinion, some of Kanye West's best beats were that soulful, old-school sound beats that he used to do for Cameron. But it's just his whole aura, his whole demeanor. So, fast forward from 2004 to 2019, which is 15 years later, um... Cameron is now turned into an OG of sorts, right? Yeah. Like now when he talks, he's he 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 gets ecstatic to talk about hood stories these days. So throughout Purple Haze 2, I thought the music was solid. You know, I thought the the beats were soulful. Uh I thought his wordplay, his his clever bars were outstanding. But what was astonishing to me was the fact that he was kind of playing this OG role. 
like there's some stories where he talked about unapologetically by the way he talked about big l he did. Yeah. He talked. He's about always talking about Miguel, he, though. He, yeah. He, he kind of talked about him in an unflattering way. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about running into Suge Knight, where he said that you know Suge Knight asked him, you know, uh, pressed him at a club one night, talking about you owe me money. He's like, what you talking about? I don't owe you no money. And his man had the knife out there. He told a story about uh, Stephon Marbury, uh, being in a club with him, and his man was about to rob him. And he was like, nah, 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 don't do that. Like, he was telling OG hood stories that, in my opinion, are all believable. It's almost like he's this dude that is the spokesperson for keeping it real at this point of his artistry. With that being said, Purple Ace 2 was very enjoyable. It almost felt like a hood documentary of sorts. Um, but on the low, this is what I'll end with. As good as Cameron was lyrically and all that rapping skills wise, I thought he actually put one of his best rapping performances on this album. He left all that computers computing stuff behind. (laughs) He was just spitting straight up (laughs) bars and finding ways to catch our attention by yeah, using like yeah. unique flows and all that stuff. So He's always been that with all that, no, I'm not surprised. I mean, he was, was experimenting. Not su- I was not surprised. He was experimenting a lot back then, but this one, he just straight up raps with like just yeah. unique styles. I loved it. Sure. And Purple Ace 2 was very, very, very enjoyable album. Is it the best? No, but it's, it's very enjoyable. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Uh, next album, Gucci Man dropped East Atlanta Santa Three. What'd you think of this, man? Uh, what is this? Gucci's nine hundred and fifty seventh album? No, I think it's one thousand. One thousand? Yeah. Oh, so we... Okay. Yeah, about one thousand. All right. That's that sounds about right. Probably more. It doesn't but, sound you know, wrong. It's probably more. Yeah, who, sound, who knows? I, I stopped it, counting a long time it ago. It doesn't sound wrong. I, you know, I, I wonder how does Gucci Man's albums get cleared these days. <laughs> This is like his, he had five albums in 2019. Like, could you imagine? Not only does Gucci Man have all these albums in 2019, (laughs) but then they all have sick-ass names. Right. (laughs) Like, all right. And sick-ass album covers. (laughs) Sick-ass album covers. Sick-ass names. Like, all right. Could you imagine? Okay, remember remember that whole thing where I told you about, I told you about uh, Martians coming down to Earth and trying to figure out what the hell we were thinking when something happened, right? Could you imagine a Martian being a record executive, right? And Gucci Man comes to you five times in the year. And Gucci Man and his people, they say, yo, I'm trying to push this album called Waptober 2. All right, we're going to let this slide. We'll let, we'll let you have it. Waptober 2. All right, we love you, Gucci. All right, cool, cool, cool. He comes back. Delusions of Grandeur. All right, man. He lost me. I'm lost. Did he lose you at that point? <laughs> I'm lost. All right, all right. You know what? Gucci I'm Man, lost. because of your clout, we're going to let that slide. You know, whatever. Because of your clout, cool. Comes back a third time. All right, I got this new album called East Atlanta Santa 3. With the the first single off the album is called Jingle Bells, spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Comes back a fourth time. Oh, man. Evil Genius. Still gets cleared. This is the one that the, the glacier one. At, at that point, I would have been like, nah, like, nah, dude, 
He's just trolling us at this point. I'm over. I'm over. Well, Gucci ice, man. What's that? What's that I, album I, called? Listen, ice Glacier. Listen, I will be the one who the, who's going to say this outright. I am over <laughs> Gucci Man music. Period. It, there's nothing more that needs to be said like, about that. How did How did an album called El Gato, the Human Glacier, get cleared? Oh. How did that get cleared? You know what? I think it's Wale was actually following this. He was like, dog, my, my album names keep making sense. And when they make sense, the less chance that it gets cleared. So he made an album called Wow, So Crazy or whatever. Boy. But anyway, Jeez. back to the album. I think that the album cannot be taken seriously. Um, there's a lot of like, you know, just like songs where it's obvious that Gucci Mane was having fun with it. There is some hits here and there, but it's it's no different than any other Gucci Mane album that came out. I don't have much to say. Thank you. I I actually don't have anything to say about Gucci Mane album because I I again I'm over Gucci Mane and his albums and El especially Gato the album the, covers. You, I don't really? want to talk about them ever. You so wait 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 nope. you you so you ain't bumping El Gato the Human Glazer never, <laughs> never. But uh, I will what I will bump is uh, everybody's looking. Now, I thought that was the the first album he dropped when he got out of jail. This this newer t- this recent time we got out of jail where yeah. people were like yo is Gucci tight. is Gucci Man a clone like that t- that first album I thought was dope. Look at this look at this album cover. Are you looking at this? It's it's we're disgusting. Looking the, we're looking at the album cover for El Gato the Human. Glacier. It's it's bad. I've never seen anything so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen El Gato the Human Glacier. So he's the cat, the cat the Human Glacier. I don't. I, <laughs> First off, I, that doesn't even make grammatical sense. Number one, number the two, cat, the, the cat, number the. number two, what does that even mean <laughs> to the music? He's a he's a he's a cold cat. I, okay, he's a he's a he's a cat that's in, on a glacier. In the nineteen seventies, that joke oh, meant a lot. Oh, he's a bobcat. Bobcats are the ones that be in the cold, right? That is true. That is. I true. don't even know that's true. Why are you saying? Or that? he's a armadillo. I don't know. Arma, that's not a cat. I, I give up. That's a rodent, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. Probably is. Anyway, I, I don't want to talk about this Gucci Man now because, like I said, man, I'm I'm kind of over Gucci Man. I, Gucci Man at this point in 2020 has to give me something that I've never heard before for me to to just he has some songs like ban, that on the to, to unban him. He's banned to me. He's been like Gucci Man, man is the human man. spam. He's a bot at this point. <laughs> I've never seen an artist that is a bot like Gucci Man. He just puts he's, out music so frequently. So I've never seen that's anything a, like that's this funny. shit. That's actually very funny. Am I lying? That is very funny. He's that's, a bot. Like everything he bot. puts out, I just I'm like, all right. I like that one. I'm like trying to find the freaking ad blocker. <laughs> like, oh damn, yo, did this shit got through? Wait, oh damn. Oh, Block. Man. All right, cool. Let me move on to that's my actually day. That's very funny. So yeah, I'm cool. No disrespect to Gucci. He's still a legend. But yeah, I'm Gucci's cool on definitely I'm cool on the music. Let's move on. Kanye West dropped a new project, album, whatever the hell you want to call this, called Jesus is Born. And guess what? I actually don't have a whole lot to say about this either. Because I'm cool on Kanye West as well. That's all I have to say. Really? So then why the hell did we put this on here? I thought you wanted to talk about this. Oh, you thought I wanted to talk about yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's called Jesus is King. Oh, Jesus is Born. Yeah, Jesus is Born. Oh, we talked his, about Jesus' his other album. We Jesus talked about is Jesus King. is King weeks ago, uh-huh. probably over a month ago. 
the, what the episode where we had Vinny Boy on there and we were talking about Jesus is King mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. and whether or not it seemed and realistic you guys, and, you guys and authentic. Were skating around the idea that this was bizarre and phony sounding. But well, you were saying it was phony. I was saying, well, you were skating. I, I wasn't skating. You I was were just skating like skate from Streets of Rage too. Remember, remember that. Remember that. I video do. Game? I do. But skate was my dude. Dude, you were more so skating like Christy Yamaguchi. There we go. Yeah, that's more of it. She was a hell like of a, a skater. Woman skater. Yeah. Okay, I'll take but, that. But no, seriously. Uh, I think that. Uh, yeah, that conversation was more me saying, "Yo, I, I'm gonna give. Him, I may give him the benefit of the doubt because I don't really know what this is about yet." Versus me just completely trashing it. But this album here, I literally do not want to hear this at all. I don't want to hear it. I heard it one time. I pressed play, and I said, yo, I pray this is the last time I hear this album. That's all I have to say, man. What do you have to say? Well, the first and foremost is what a lot of people got to understand is it is a it is a authentic gospel album. Like, But what I love about the album is it's actually unique. It's actually creative. So, so um, Kanye West takes certain songs, like he has a song called Week. Um, he takes that famous SWV, We, I get so weak in the knees and can hardly speak. He kind of just gospelifies it. Um, he takes other songs too, like um, he takes Fade, gospel, gospelifies it also. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, a, all jokes aside, I think it's a very dope gospel album. I think it's something that you should pay attention to. If you if you call yourself a music savant, I think you should pay attention to it. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. And, and I call my and I call, and I call myself a, a music savant. What do you what do you mean? You just said how I was apologizing for Kanye West on the last project. So no, how do I hate him? You, about his Jesus is King project. You were skating. I didn't say apologizing. How's that skating? You were skating. Skating how? You were skating. It was it was it how? was you were skating. Because I was I was straight up. I said it's phony. I thought I, I thought he was phony. You said you like, thought it was phony. I said I skating around whether or not he was phony. You know what? You know that's what? what I, you know what? I didn't say it was the album. You know what? It wasn't the album oh, that man. I said you were skating about. Hey, here, I was saying about him. Here's the thing. F your uh your 2020. I'm not arguing shit because you say a lot of nonsense that requires an argument. So here's the thing. I will tell you this. There was nothing that was skating about what I said. I just disagreed with your point. Okay. That's all. That was literally it. Like, you said, oh, I think it's phony. I said, no, I don't think so. How is that skating? You're skating. <laughs> How? Because you, I disagreed. You skated to get to that conclusion. See what I'm saying? All right. It's okay. You and know what I'm we, saying? We welcome See, the problem, the problem with you is, uh, number one, you can't skate. Secondly, you don't understand nuance so in what? conversations. There's so much nuance in context that you just it just goes right over your head. But you know what? You like this album apparently, so I like this album. That's funny. I like it. That's I, funny. I, now who's skating? It's a gospel freaking now album. Who, and, like, and the last one wasn't, I, huh? Not like a and gospel the last album. one wasn't. Hell no, huh? it was no damn gospel oh, album. Okay. Are you kidding me? Okay. Are you All right. kidding me? All right. Right. Did you yeah. even listen to this Jesus is God album? 100% I did. Or whatever no, she don't even know what it's called. <laughs> did I even listen to the album that you just mentioned is not the real name? Yeah, I did, actually. Did you listen to Jesus is Born? It I was did. fantastic. How can you not like the album? I didn't or, say it was, I didn't say it was bad. I just, said, I just said I don't want to listen to it. 
That's all. Okay, because you're atheist. <laughs> what the fuck is going you are on? The, you are the anti. What is going on, man? I, all right, man. Uh, oh my. Let's God. move on, man. Next album, G. I was about to say Jesus. Is it Sunday yet? Man, it's almost. Free Nationals. How the hell did you get Jesus from Free Nationals? I was looking at okay. Jesus is King oh, okay. when I. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus is. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, I almost said Jesus <laughs> instead of Free Nationals. <laughs> nah, nah. So Free Nationals just dropped a debut album called Free Nationals. Uh, so for the I, fourth time, could you give them a backstory sure. of Free Nationals? Yeah, it seems like every single time you got to say you like a Free Nationals song, you got to give a backstory to them. Why you say that? Because they're just so random, right? Nah, just in general. Like, you want me to give a backstory? Yeah. Well, first off, well, I don't know where they uh play Red Light Green Light and uh, where they grew up or anything, but I will say that. The first time I ever heard of Free Nationals was when they were on tour with Anderson Pack, right? So mm-hmm. if you guys remember, before Anderson Pack released his album called Ventura early last year, 2019, he was actually on tour with Free Nationals, right? Mm-hmm. The group. Mm-hmm. They were his band mm-hmm. throughout his tour. That was the first time I had ever found out about their name because he was marketing them as Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals on tour. I was like, who the fuck are they? So... Fast forward to the uh, the point in which the Free Nationals released their debut song with Mac Miller and not Camila Cabello, but who what, is it? Sabrina Claudia? I can't remember. Anyway, um, it was someone. Kellis Kellis Ke- Uches. That's it. Yes. Boom. Uh, Cali Cali Uches Cali Uches uh, and Mac Miller. The song is called Time. I thought that song was so uh, hippie. So uh, just nostalgic sounding, you know, if you're a fan of just old school music, you'll like it. If you're old, you will like it. I don't really care who you are. I think regardless of the type of, you know, the area in which you are right now in music, I think you can appreciate the Free Nationals music. So with that being said, that was actually the first time I heard of the Free Nationals. Fast forward, they put out songs that eventually were on this album that we're talking about now featuring um uh uh fuck what's what's homeboy name in dreamville jid J- yes jid um they had a couple other songs that that I thought were pretty dope but overall it led to this album like i said called free national self-titled project which i thought was really good I've said this plenty of times, and um, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person, but I really feel like Free Nationals is the new Roots band. Like, they are really on on par with not only being a a band in the hip-hop stratosphere that people respect, not only for their instrumentation, the the live aspect, the guitar, all of the instruments that they play, but also being able to transition that into making actual songs and how, you know, the guys, I think there's about four or five of them as a part of the group, you know, not only how that transitions from playing live and uh, just sort of just being on these random Lucy songs to just being over the course of a whole album. I thought it was dope, man. Real, real talk, man. It was a dope album. You know, some of my favorite songs in the album were On Sight, and that's the one with J.I.D. featuring uh, Khadijah Bonet. Uh, that that song is really fire. 
I like the song with Sid called Sibuye. I love that song. It's so dope. Sid, Sid, Sid is, is dope. Sid is one of my favorite vocalists of the last about Sid four or five years. Yeah, Sid is dope. I've been waiting for the internet, her, that's her collective group, to really put out another project. Maybe she's going solo. I can't really tell. She's obviously the lead singer, so we'll see what happens with that. But I'm a fan of her, man. Her vocals are always dope. Uh, like I said, I mentioned the song Time with Mac Miller and uh, Cali Uches. That's a dope song. I like the song called uh, Eternal Light featuring Chronix, this J- uh, Jamaican. Actually, I'm not sure if he's Jamaican, uh, but a Caribbean artist. Overall, I thought the song just provided some really dope vibes that I, that I think if you're looking for a uh, an album that's just chill, gives you really good feels, you're looking for live instruments and you don't want to go to a real a real mom and pop backyard uh you know concert that gives you the live sound i think this is a very good transition to that so like i said you guys check it out man but you guys let me be the you you guys be the judge what do you think man did you hear it i did hear it i'm a um, fan dude i'm a fan of free nationals man i really think they're dope I mean, the, the, they're really, really talented. At the man. end of the day, like I think to really, really, really appreciate this album, you have to appreciate music. Uh, it's well orchestrated. Uh, it's organic. It's pure. It's it's to me the 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 purest version of whatever genre they were trying to approach. So if it's hip hop, it's the purest version of hip hop. If it's R and B. It's the purest version of R&B that you get. So I, I, I think it's a it was a really good body of work. You you once again, sort of like I was saying about Jesus is uh, born. Uh, it's just an album you can't hate. You can't hate it. Well, all right. That's it. Yes, I believe so. All right. Cool, man. I got out. I, I got out unscathed. <laughs> Because I don't argue. Yeah, all right. Well, well, trust me. Let me just bring up Wale and trust me. We'll, we will be arguing. We'll, but come, we'll come to a plea a plea bargain. <laughs> a plea a plea agreement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to turn that vote to the Senate because you will be arguing. But, yeah, man, that's all I got, man. They're ill and they're not. So advice. So, with the first album on the... Ill and the not so advised. We have Justin Bieber album. Huh? You mean the first song? First song on the ill and the not so advised. We got Justin Bieber. Thank you. With his new song called Yummy. What'd you think it is, man? Uh, excuse me. It's not Justin Bieber. It's Justin R and Bieber. This dude is now from what? You know, I've been what 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 I've been told is that he's now going to be focusing mainly on R and B music, which is saying a lot because, like, you know, he for the last couple of years he's been making pop music, even like a country song. You heard that song, Ten Thousand? I did. What's it called? Ten Thousand Hours? Yeah, it came out like a a month ago. Like a month ago, country song. Came out like a month ago. Yeah, they they play it on on your 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 top forty stations. But he's white; he can get away with all that shit. Like no questions asked. Don't introduce this, please, please. Huh? What happened? Don't introduce this. What? What do you mean? This. We, we don't introduce race into this. It's fu- It's the fact of the matter. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not. Did I say something that was groundbreaking? Uh, you did. But anyway, go ahead. Continue. Anyway, yummy. 
is the name of the song, and I love it. I think it's it's Justin Bieber in his bag. Like for number one, he's being sensual. Number two, he's got that swagger. M- majority of what makes Justin Bieber listenable by a lot of people or for a lot of people is his swagger. He has a swag that's undeniable. I don't know if it's organic. I don't know if it's pure. I don't know if he bought it from the store down the street, but he has that swag. On Yummy, that swag is on full display. I think the song is good. I think it's it's one of those songs that by the end of the year, you're going to say is one of the better ones that came out this year. Um, and salute to him. I'm, I'm glad he's in good spirits these days. I'm just glad he's making music because he's a very talented artist that uh, it sucks that he doesn't have more music in the last couple of years. Yeah, I'm a fan of... Uh, call me crazy, man, but I've I've actually always been a fan of Justin Bieber's music. I'm talking about early Bieber. I'm talking about Baby with fucking Ludacris. Or oh, was it Usher? It was Ludacris. Ludacris, sorry. There you go. Um, yeah, I've I've always loved Justin Bieber from those days. So, you know, listen, I'm not a Justin Bieber apologist, but I I can appreciate Justin Bieber music. Uh, and so this is a different touch that I normally haven't been getting from Justin Bieber, the, the more R&B-centric song, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call this song pop, even though I hate that fucking word, but you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. I wouldn't call this song pop. I would actually throw this in the the urban R&B bag. Like, this is on par with anything that your Trey songs and uh, anybody along those lines are making. So, listen, it's dope. I'm just telling you right now, it's dope. Y'all check it out. It's a good song. Let us know I mean, if we're crazy. There's not much that you can say about yeah, it. Yeah, let us know if we're song. nuts because, trust me, that could be very possible. But if we are, you know, apparently QD's not going to be arguing with them. There's absolutely nothing wrong with You're them. not going to be arguing with them, yeah. so even if they do, so we whatever. We stopped that this year. No, that's what you stopped. I'm still <laughs> arguing. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. I, I argue a nigga under the corner. But all right, listen. Uh, Next song. Drake dropped a new song called War. Did you guys know that? Did you know that? Drake dropped that? You Drake? Drake dropped that or was... I thought that was... uh, I thought that was some scallywag from the UK. Some uh, up and coming trap scallywag. I see you trying to play Drake. What? No, scallywag. Ma- listen, good, isn't that a good thing? Listen, Mans is still hot. <laughs> All right, listen, don't get it twisted. Mans is hot. Knows, everybody know what? <laughs> uh, what's, what's that thing that the end? I'm over here peacefully listening to. Uh, what's that song? Meta B. Uh, you know that joint, Madiba Rhythm or what mm, something. Mm-hmm. Peacefully listen to the Ma- song. Ma- Madiba Rhythm. Yeah, you know. So on a, it's on pe- a it's more life. On more Got life. a nice little melody to it. <laughs> and, you know, you just vibing. And then at the end, hey, hey, don't put this on my name, man. <laughs> what, 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 it, what, what does he say at the end of the song? I don't even remember what he, <laughs> he said. He says uh, I don't remember. Uh, something talking bad on my name, you know? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> The hell, like I'm just vibing to this song. Why, 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 why is he trying to be Jamaican? <laughs> I did blue. No, but seriously, on this song "War," and of course you're joking, but you're not really joking. Drake gave us his U- his best yeah. UK impression. You know, it's funny because Drake has always been giving us, at least since "More Life," I think that's when really it really started. Yeah, it did. When he's been giving us these UK grime, filled, uh, 
instrumentals. And actually, here's one thing I wanted to talk about, which which I don't know if people are recognizing, but you know, earlier we talked about Travis Scott, Jack Boys, right? Yeah. Then we talked about Pop Smoke with his song Gotti on that album or EP. Well, low key, Pop Smoke has been rapping over grind beats this entire yeah, time. It's, it's That's called, a fucking grind beat. It's called Brooklyn Grind Beats. Right. Exactly. So. If you guys are paying attention, you know that there's this huge wave of grime, New York-infused sounding instrumentals, which Drake is now just catching on to the next wave, which he's used to doing that. Drake is a wave. Drake is a, a goddamn surfer at this point. So you guys let us know what you know what you think of the song. Um, if you think it's good or bad, man, let us know. Next song. Lil Uzi Vert. Dropped his new song, which I believe is on his upcoming al- album, which has been just teased for God knows how long, called Futsal Shuffle. What do you think of this, man? I love this joint. I love this joint. Supposedly, there's some dance, but, you know, I don't I don't be hip to, like, what everybody does on, like, social media and stuff like that. But there's a supposed dance on that's attached to this song. That makes it 10 times better. I haven't seen it, but I can see this song sparking some type of dance craze. It's like the energy is amazing. Uh, Lil Uzi's he's still reckless on it. Like he's spitting recklessly. Um, but then I just, I personally, I just like how the song flows. Also, um, it's a good song. It's a good song. It's, 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 it's Uzi at his, 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 his his most creative state. My humbling opinion. Yeah, nah, you on point. Um, Futile Shuffle, I think, is a dope, just kind of bouncy, bubbly song that Lil Uzi Vert just kind of can really do in his sleep. I feel like this is not a song that he is giving us that he tried very hard on. Although that's the beauty of Lil Uzi Vert, he can just kind of just give us even a piece of himself mm-hmm. artistically and just. People are going to be fucking with it. So, again, like I opened up, I am anticipating, and I'm sure I'm not the only one anticipating this new Lil Uzi Vert album called Eternal Attake. We shall see when it drops. If it does, I would anticipate it drops this year. I mean, come on. He has to give us a new project. I think Love is Rage 2 came out, if I'm not mistaken, early 2017. Yes. I feel like it was April or something. April 2017 when it dropped, but don't quote me on the actual month, but I am I know for a fact it came out 2017. So, yo, man, three years is long enough to drop a freaking album. He's overdue. He's overdue. So let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. On to some songs that are not so advised. So, first song, we have Moneybag Yo and Lil Baby with their new song called You Played. Yeah, man. I, yeah. You're the one that yeah. put this on there, by the way. I did? Yes. I did put this on there. So, by the way, um, I've always been big on Moneybag Yo and uh, Lil Baby especially as well. You know, these guys are dope to me. Um, but uh, I just don't feel like this is the way you start 20, 2020, man, when you, when you start getting into what a, a new decade means and not to overcomplicate what a new decade means. I just really feel like when you got the name value of little baby and money bag, yo, to me, that means something. 
That means something. That's like, yo, we about to fuck shit up. I just don't feel like they fucked it up in a good way, of course. Mm-hmm. So I got to put this on the not so advised for that, man. I Maybe the song will grow on me, which I doubt, but I was not feeling this song, man. I wasn't. What'd you think? Uh, to me, it's, it's, it's just a basic trap club song. You know what I mean? Like, and and the last year we just got a whole bunch of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, I'm not moved by the song. I don't think the song is bad, but I'm just not moved by it. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, man. I think you know what? I think moving into this new year, I think we really need to start acknowledging when we are moved by a song or when we expect to be moved by something, right? Because I think a lot of the music, that, especially new music that drops, a lot of it is shaped shaped off of how we anticipate the artist or the type of cachet, the type of reputation that the artist has built with us. So we expect certain type of music. Now, that's not me saying Moneybag, yo, I expect all types of amazing shit, but I think he had a pretty good 2019. And also ending twenty eighteen, he had a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good year. So, like I said, this song was decent, man. You guys check it out and let us know if we're crazy. Next song, Sway Lee dropped a song called "Cat Backwards" featuring Nicki Minaj. What'd you think of this, man? <sighs> oh boy. Okay, so ever since hearing. Sway Lee's hook on French Montana's Untouchable song. I've been. I've put major expectations on Sway Lee. Sometimes he's lived up to expectations, but most of the time he has not lived up to expectations, in my opinion. Um, Cat Backwards is just another example of him not living up to expectations. Um, you know, one thing that a lot of musicians do that I don't really like is they think just because they can sound like a singer, they can sound angelic, they can sound like they can put together a good melody, they think that they can just do anything. They think they can just put out work and think that it will work. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't just sloppily put out content just because you think you have a good voice. In my opinion, Cat Backwards is an example of two artists, not just Sway Lee, Sway Lee and Nicki Minaj, who think that they can just put out a song that really is all over the place, that's a little sloppily done, but has good vocals, but has a melody that is solid. Mm-hmm. You know, almost to piggyback off of what you said earlier, like in 2020, we got to make sure that we don't fall prey to these songs that are like phony good. This is a phony good song. To me, it's not something that is, it's not something I want to hear again. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. All right. Hey, you're not wrong. I heard it. You're right. It lacked a whole lot of stuff. It's, it's just a phony. Good. It's it's almost it's, like it's name value. It's, it's name almost, value, exactly. bro. It's, it's like you throw Sway Lee, Nicki Minaj. They a, both it, of them have built up enough fucking reputation to be like, yo, hey, fuck with this song. It's gonna be tight. But exactly. in fact, it's actually not. That's that's kind of how I feel about French Montana. Uh, his writings on the wall. Mm. 
uh, that song, song is bad. Which to me, it's like it's not good, but it's like phony. Like it, you can people can find a way to say, "Oh yeah, you know the melody's good, it's catchy, blah 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 blah." But you know, in my opinion, it's like I, I don't. I think it was sloppily done. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, we did not talk about French Montana's album, did we? No, we did. We oh, did oh, last episode. That's, that's true. We did. That's we true. trashed it. That's true. We trashed we it. We did trash it. We thought it was You're garbage, right. and it, it right. still is. It's You're bad. Right. It's still bad. You're right. So, yeah, um, yeah, this song is bad. Next song, which is also bad, Lil Wayne and his new song called Sleepless. It's a poor attempt of uh, auto tune, which I personally. I think Lil Wayne kind of made a name for himself mm-hmm. uh, in the, at least the mm-hmm. the new decade or at least the last decade mm-hmm. early on. But, yeah, man, we, I think the ex- exploration of Lil Wayne and just what his vocals can provide to a song, I think those days are done officially. While Lil Wayne is still a legend, all in all, by and large, however the fuck you want to look at this shit, the man is a legend, but we got to acknowledge when he putting out some whack shit. And I think um, on this new song called Sleepless, he just did not sound qualified to make music, which is wild. Wow. Which is crazy. That's a it's harsh a, take it's a, that I like. It's a crazy statement, but I think it's accurate. So what do you think, it's man? It's a harsh take that I like. I thought I 100% agree with you. I, I, I feel like, you know, when you're on fire... And when you have it and you're that dude or you're that girl, like you can do whatever you want. You can put out all types of trash and people are just like, I'm feeling that person. I'm feeling it. This is the an example of a song where Lil Wayne still thinks he's tight so he can just kind of throw things out there and think that people will like it. It's a phony good song. It's a song that Bad auto-tune, the topics, the content, the lyrics, just everything about the song. Even the beat I wasn't feeling. Everything about the song, to me, is not good. And it's it, it's it sucks because, to me, Lil Wayne is like a top five rapper. I don't want to say this, but it is what it is. Hey, you're right, man. If you guys got a problem with that, go listen to the song and then tell us if you got a problem. Because that song is not, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Now on to some songs and uh, some drama that's even worse. Do you even really want to talk about this still? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I do not. I do not. I do not. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> being dead ass, dude. I do not. Nick Cannon had a beef with Eminem and uh, I could care less even to this day. Yeah. Well, the bull, you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite lines that a basketball player has ever said was uh, Zach Randolph to DeMarcus Cousins. He told DeMarcus Cousins, uh, where I'm from, bullies get bullied. Um, <laughs> Profound statement. He said, bullies get bullied from where I'm from. And I think Nick Cannon was trying to bully the bully uh, and just ended up sounding just... Like he was bullying himself, kind of in a sense. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. my my point is, this beef. There was not one good diss record. The tweets were lame. I, yeah, let, let's just stop. 
because okay. I don't care. Eminem anymore. hasn't even responded. What has Eminem said hey, or done? Okay, here. Okay, you know what? I have another angle to take. Okay. I got another angle. Fuck the beef that these two had. These two grown men are still arguing. Specifically, Eminem. Keep mentioning Mariah Carey's name, which is just weird to me. It is very weird. It's it's like super weird. What? And I don't know how you feel about this. So I'm just I'm just I'm just trying this out. I want to know where you stand. And I'm but I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I knew. I think I knew. I know exactly where you're gonna fall within it. But anyway, what? Has Eminem ever done from a beef standpoint to let us know that he is untouchable? The reason why I even say that was because Nick Cannon obviously had a problem with Eminem and him even talking shit about Mariah Carey still to this day for the hundredth time. 50 Cent came out after and was like, oh, Nick Cannon, man, you fucked up. Oh man, what is wrong with you? You should have never played with Eminem's name. It's lame. And I and in my mind, I'm like, yo, Eminem is a dope rapper, but it's like, what has Eminem ever done outside of Eight Mile, the movie, to deter people from thinking that they can ever fuck with him lyrically in a battle, a one-on-one back and forth battle? Cause what I think, my theory is this. Here's my hypothesis. Because by the way, I want to say something. Go real, real quick. Here's machine, my hypothesis. Machine Gun Kelly washed him. Machine Gun Kelly bodied him. Machine Gun Kelly washed him. And people him. don't people don't give him yeah. that credit for whatever reason. Because he's because he because because again, it's Machine Gun Kelly and he's going against Eminem, a legend. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, Eminem bodied homeboy. He bodied rat not rabbit. Papa Doc in Eight Mile. And and yes, his name was Rabbit, right? B Rabbit. B Rabbit, right? Yeah. In the movie. I really believe that that movie made Eminem a fucking legend <laughs> lyrically in terms of battling. That okay. people looked at that movie and they were like, yo, you saw what he did in that movie? Don't ever fuck with him in real life. <laughs> a scripted movie. No, nah, I swear to God, I, that's how I feel. Because what has he ever done in real life in terms of battling back and forth as a rapper? He went. Against, he had a battle against Cannabis. Mm-hmm. He battled Cannabis. He battled um, Benzino. He battled Benzino. These are both people, specifically Benzino, who people would not consider as a top lyricist ever in life. Mm-hmm. Cannabis at one point was considered a very, very amazing lyricist in the game, but had no clout. But had no clout because and and Eminem could just get away with bodying him. But other than those two, what rapper? Ja Rule. Ja Rule was never a rapper, quote unquote, who we would consider respect for their bars. Who has he ever gone into a battle with that we should just respect his his clout and respect his game and respect everything that goes along with him in a battle? Because I can't name one. That's fair. I can't name That's one. Fair. No, no, you're right. That's fair. Which is kind of sad because it's like he's going up against Eminem and it's like while we don't take Emin- while we don't take uh, sorry Nick Cannon seriously as an as a rapper as an artist. Eminem is so bad in terms of his track record against having beefs against real rappers that he even has competition versus a Nick Cannon and a MGK. Like these two people, based on Eminem's clout and his respect as a lyricist, these two people shouldn't even be able to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's never really gone up against somebody, I think actually proves my point mm-hmm. that he's never really gone up against anybody serious. So, Hey, 
and you I guys think, be the judge, man. And I, but... I think people are starting to recognize that. I think people are starting to point that out. I, I believe Suge Knight said that before. Suge Knight's uh, in jail. That? Suge Knight said that he's uh, Nick Cannon's the new pop. That's when I said this beef is about to just <laughs> go down the. Jeez, <laughs> I'm not listening to this beef. Yeah, Nick Cannon's the new Pac. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Yeah, it don't make sense, man. It don't make sense. Don't try to make sense of this, man. What's wrong with Nick you? Cannon's the new Pac? Out of all the people in this world, I would I would put Q from Moesha before Nick Cannon as the new Pac. Like <laughs> yeah, you wilder. I would put. Rico Nasty as the new Pac before Nick can't. Okay, all right. Yeah, man, stop trying to make sense of this, man. I won't. That's, that's where you fucked up. I won't. Yeah. So I, I would say let's just stop. How about that? The ill-advised wise guys presents. Who got next? All right. So we are back with our world famous segment called yes i said world famous called the ill-advised wise guys presents who got next and we have a special guest that is joining us today i'm gonna let my guy qd say some additional words before we introduce him go for it flyest rapper to ever walk on this planet Ooh, ever no 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 walking in space walking in space he's not even on this planet Whoa, he's in space that's true no 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 he came down from space ah, Tem- yeah, temporarily no nah, he's temporarily. right you're right you're right you know just for like vacation you got a point man you know you got a point Walk you, know, you always got a good point man you know i try i try yeah, yeah. i try i try but it's your boy space boy uno what is happening y'all what's going nothing on much, man? man nothing much what's going on you know, I was actually just making some. I was literally making some beats while I was waiting. So, oh wow! See, this is yeah. This is why this is why people like this deserve to be on this show because it's <laughs> it's, it's a music lover. Facts. A music lover. You think Bro, about it's the music. way of life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you think about music. That's that's. I don't know if you're like that, uh, Ultra Space Boy. Um, like when I wake up, I got songs stuck in my head. Oh yeah, like 100%. I wake all up, day. I, I, I couldn't even listen to the song that day, and it's stuck in my head. Like, 100%. the other, the other day, I uh, had a, uh, and it'd be random <laughs> songs. It, it doesn't always be rap songs, hip-hop. I, the other day, I had a uh, Camila Cabello song that stuck in my head, yeah. and I couldn't get it out. And for me... She's fire, though. She is She's fire. Dope. She's she really is good. fire. The only way for me to get a song out of my head is to play it. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's weird, right? You know, I've been... No, that's like I, the classic way to do it right there. Yeah. Facts. Like, yeah, play that speaking of songs stuck in my head, shit, I've been having Don Tolliver' song called "Around." I don't know if y'all are familiar with. Bro, Don, Don Tolliver is and, the truth, bro. And, and and so he put out a, a, a EP or a project, whatever, called Donnie Womack, like last year. Oh, all those people going back because of the oh Travis. Oh, uh, I went back. I'm no, oh, trust me, I'm not one of these people who claim <laughs> to be like. Oh, I was on, I was on Don, Don Tolliver five years ago. Nah, nah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I knew who he was when everybody knew who he was on Travis Scott's uh, his album uh, Astro World. No, 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 Astro World. He was on Can't Say. If you guys remember, yeah. he was on that song. Yeah, Can't he was Say. on Can't Say. He Can't was Say a standout. Oh, yeah. nobody knew who he was. But I'm not hip to Don Tolliver. But you he's know dope. What? He's you dope. Know what? You know, no. let's talk about space. Boy. Yeah, we're not here for we Don got, Tolliver. We got, we got to talk about space. Somebody who I think <laughs> might might actually be better than Don Tolliver. Mm. Um, so space boy, I got a quick question for you. Yeah, yeah. How did you come up with the name Space Boy Uno? 
Oof, that's a great question. Um, so I went through a few names, just kind of like, I've been doing music for a long time. So when I first started, like 10 years ago, I went by Notepad because I used to write all my lyrics on the program on Windows Notepad. called Notepad. Yeah. So I just kind of went by that. But then I kind of outgrew that name and, um, and became human. So I used to just go by human actually before Space Boy. Wow. And, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I picked the, the name human because I remember thinking like, man, I, I don't know. Notepad felt like such a like backpacker, like rappy. Yeah. Like just kind of like, un- it just felt underground, you know? And I was just like, man, I want to be more than that. Notepad. But I don't really know. Like, what am I? Like, who am I really? I was just kind of going through this like yeah. weird transitional period. I was like, I'm just human, man. I don't really know. Yeah. So I kind of went by that for a long time, but then I outgrew that name. And, um, before I even chose it as a name, I, uh, I kind of decided that I was gonna, um, make a, like an alias producer alias. And I was just going to like produce beats and put them out online without telling anybody. I, I didn't want anybody to know. I just kind of like mm. was going to do it in secret and I was going to go by space boy Uno. And, um, uh, I showed my roommate the um, the name, and he was like, "Yo, that name is fucking dope. Like, why don't you just go by that?" And yeah. for the longest time, I was like, "Nah, like, I'm gonna keep it to this." But then, um, I showed like some other people the name, and they were just like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta just go by Space Boy Uno. It just is, it's you. Like, this yeah. name is you. Yeah. You know." And so, yeah, I kind of just, it kind of came out of nowhere, man. I just kind of was trying to think of something that was yeah. somewhat unique. You know, and I just kind of like picked pick these. It just kind of sounded aesthetic. You it's know, like a, it's like a journey that you get to. I mean, yeah. in, in life, you know, you, you, you go through different stages. You're trying to figure out, yeah. uh, you know, what what makes you feel comfortable. I, I yeah, would say it's like your name in a weird way. Your name kind of defines you in a weird way. It, it does. Exactly. It does. And it I does. would I would say like when you said notepad, I was like, whoa, that's that, that kind of threw me off. But then. Yeah, my, exactly. In my head, I was like, wait. If you said Lil Notepad, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that Lil might, Notepad, that might have took it over the edge. Oh, nah, Lil he's Notepad, right. he's right, he's right. And then you start envisioning, yo, you're so right. Bro. And then you start envisioning Lil Notepad featuring Young Thug. Oh, ooh, no, that sounds cool. right, dude. Dude, that Young Notepad, right. Young Notepad would sound kind of fire notepad too. Why you? Because people yeah. would people would be like, what the fuck is who? But then, so that yeah, would so that would get true. you that would get you to listen just off the top, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no bad. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, space boy. I got a question for you, man. Because yeah, you know, Q and I, we we were listening to your uh your detached album project. I don't know what you consider this um specifically. It's an album. Oh, you call it an album? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were listening to it, man, and it and it had a lot of, I think, dope and versatile sounds that really t- caught my ear because I heard a lot of sequencing and just the production from one song to another, which really gave me that concise feel for what good albums normally have, at least these days from what I consider good albums. So how did detached come about and uh, you know, what is the story behind it? So deta- so I'm, I do a lot of things. Like I, I'm a video editor. I produce, um, I do all types of things and I have a whole crew of people with me that need, like need my creative just abilities in order to 
get videos out. Photo- I do a lot of photography too. So photos, videos, production, and everybody kind of had wanted me to be a part of what their projects were. And I had this weird, like, just feeling in me, like, man, I want to work on your guys' stuff, but I just have like great music in me. I want to make. So I kind of like detached myself from everybody, which is what the, why the name of the album is called detached. And I kind of just like separated from everybody, me and Kid Capone kind of just got together in the studio. Uh, Kid Capone is like our engineer producer. He's a sick engineer, man, like crazy engineer. And, um, and so me and him just kind of got together. I had all these beats done and finished. And, um, you know, I, I had me and Kid Capone gone to the studio and we just really went ham for like three, four weeks and finished the whole thing. And really it was more of like a, I needed a release because I'd been making music for so long and I hadn't put together a concise like album yet um, on my own completely. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I needed to do that in order to like continue moving forward with my life. It was like this crazy weight on my shoulder. I had to put this out and make it. And so, yeah, that's kind of how the album even started or came about. It just kind of came about from me desperately needing to like put together something I knew I had within me, you know? Gotcha. You know, and that's, that's really important because I feel like, you know, you know, you can put me, let's put me, let's put music aside for a second. Right. Obviously you're an artist, but like in general, I feel like what you just said is a really good thing that people don't do enough is really just take the time to focus on themselves Mm -hmm. and their own happiness. So I'm hoping that this album is exactly what you said is a direct reflection of just sort of where you are in life. And I'm excited for the next step, man, because after you go from detached, I mean, let's is the new album going to be called like reattached or like reconnected? <laughs> Re- reconnected? Like is that is that what is that what that was? <laughs> the natural progression. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, I'll take credit if that's you know the album name you want to go with. But, you know, just let me know. Let me know. I'll put I'll put on on the bottom the little little credit right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man. So, space boy, I got another question. You yeah. um, you rap a lot on Detached. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say a lot. About fifty. I think it's fifty-fifty. You're rapping and singing. I would yeah. say. Um, yeah. So, who influences both sides? Uh, who influences Ooh, your great rap question. side? Who influences your singing side? That's a great question. Um, well, I grew up. I grew up probably the first, first hit like rap i ever listened to was a tribe called quest mm. and um the hit like the hit the love for hip-hop really came from that mm. but when it comes to like actually wanting to rap and emulating like who i thought was the greatest obviously is like eminem you know mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. so that kind of influenced my rap side and then my singing side in a in an interesting way kind of was influenced a lot by drake actually okay. actually my whole style is very influenced by drake if i, I were to be that. honest you know what yeah. I, I i i'm gonna say something right now i appreciate that mm-hmm. because i think right now a good chunk of the artists that are out right now were influenced by drake one way or and, the other. and that is one way or the other okay absolutely to say that you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's okay and you know what 
I think people, man, I can't wait until someday Drake's going to get the credit he deserves, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I feel like he's fathered so many of these artists out here right yeah, now. 100%. And, and nobody wants to give him that credit, you know? It's like, still too early, I think. I think. Yeah, too like, early. I don't know if you guys heard, uh, and I, I don't even want to shout them out, because not because they're not dope, but because it's a different platform, but fuck it. Rap Radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. He Drake just did like a damn near three hour interview. Yeah, he did. I Shout saw out. that. Did I you guys watch the whole thing? I didn't. Yeah, I, I watched snippets. the whole thing. I watched the whole thing, and and it was yeah. interesting. You know, based on what you just said, Space Boy, about Drake getting credit, him kind of, you know, critically getting credit from different media outlets about his style and how it influenced others and this, that, and the third. Yeah. He even said he doesn't really feel like he gets the credit that he deserves. Yeah. So, but honestly, I think it's just too early, man. Like, I mean, we're really at the end of this decade, which I think Drake kind of stole and just ran off with it. So give it, I would say give it another 10, 10 years, man. Like, you got to you gotta be removed from, you know, the, from the game. You got to be removed for people to really understand what you, what you contributed, you know? It's true. It's kind of like when in the NBA, you know, when a player retires, like, like, you you never really appreciate them until like oh damn like he's done he's never gonna play again yeah. like when LeBron retires oh, like man. everyone hates on LeBron right now you know but when he retires everyone's gonna miss him you gonna everyone's miss- gonna like mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna like realize or even like let's say a a, a James Harden right where James Harden is yeah. putting up monster numbers and you're just yeah. kind of like you take it for granted but in, in actuality is when he's done you're gonna be like wow what he did was actually revolutionary hundred percent. And, I think and what, what's crazy about Drake is that is that I feel like he still has like another five to ten years of dominance left. Oh yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I tell people Absolutely. all the time, I, Drake was the hottest rapper in the game for ten years. It's nuts. It's, 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 it's it, nuts. We've never seen anything like this. I, I can't, We've it's never seen anything like run, this. It's, it's never. It's, it's ironic that you brought up uh, LeBron, Space Boy, because yeah. LeBron James. In actuality, should win MVP literally every year. He, he just, he's definitely eligible. Excuse, you just give excuses to why you don't want to give it to LeBron. Right. Oh, you he got it last others. year. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. Drake is yep. the best rapper every year for like the last ten years. Fact, rap or artist. Let me put it that way. Hundred percent. It's funny because that was one of the questions I was going to ask you guys too. Is like where where you would rank Drake in your in your list necessarily like right now you know because i feel like a lot of people they they kind of like shy away from putting him in their top five Mm because it's like Mm -hmm. it's kind of sacrilegious you know like kind of like man you're gonna put drake in your top five like that's crazy i feel like most people feel that way for some reason you know well hey man hey you guys want to have that combo now that's a great yeah yeah i mean so i think it's funny because i can't talk about list with uh you know, I can't talk about Liz and Drake without mentioning the whole Ghost Rider scandal. Oh no, I mean, not it's saying true. no, not saying that like I feel like it hindered him. Uh-huh. But I think by and large, if you if we're having this conversation with the masses, generally speaking, people who are in tune with this thing, you know, this type of conversation, they might hold that against them. For me, Mm-hmm. I feel like if we're having a conversation about top five artists, mm-hmm. even let's just have rapper, whatever. What, what are we doing? Rapper or artist? Which one? Just artist. I was going to say. Because that's important. Those two, that's those very important. Two, the difference to me, there's a difference between, because in mine, yeah. Kanye West would be. That's what I'm saying. In my top that's, why five that's why I'm asking artists. Space Boy, like, which, which combo are we having? 
you know I, I would say I would say artist. Artist? I mean, I oh, think yeah. Drake, I think it's not even it's undeniable it's that Drake yeah. all time. We talking about we talking about like artist wise. Is that including Eminem? Uh, uh, Michael Jackson? Is that including those guys? I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we talking no, about? <laughs> I'm including Michael Jackson. I'm including the Beatles. Like, I'm including oh, wow. see, okay, see, see now, I'm, see, I wanted to get more context. I like this because I didn't, I didn't know yeah. where we were going with this. So, I like yes, this. yeah. All right, so you got you got to add uh, Aretha Franklin. There's a lot of you people. Add, <laughs> Elvis <laughs> Presley. Yeah, you gotta add uh, what else? Just like Prince. All, you gotta add Prince. Bands. You gotta add Prince. Prince has to be in Prince. your. Uh, all-time artist conversation. No, he's he's an all-time artist. I think yeah. I was never a big fan of Prince, though. To be Me honest, neither, with you. Man. no man. Prince I was know. never, I a never big understood fan. the whole Prince bro, thing. Bro, bro, Prince is a fucking Prince is not even human. He's he's artistic. No, Prince is not even a fucking human being. He Prince is think, like a freaking think... deity. <laughs> like the man is not even like it's it's so crazy how talented that guy was, you know. But but you were gonna say something, Space Boy. Go ahead. Yeah, do you think do you think Prince has this uh has this like more so of like a aura about him like due to all the stories and like all the crazy things that all the hearsay and all the crazy things you'd hear that he does like there's like this like mysterious kind yeah. of like yeah. aura about him that kind of adds to his whole like I, artist thing. I 100% think that. that adds to his I legend, but I mean if you re- if you're really getting into it like his his entire collection of 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 songs like purple rain i mean I'm, honestly prince is so groundbreaking that like i don't even think regular people even know how groundbreaking prince is like yeah the fact I, that I the fact that. that he even had that whole era where he was like the form the artist formerly known as prince i don't even think people understand what that means like yeah he literally was trying to get back his masters mm-hmm. right from the record label at a time where it was literally not even possible mm-hmm. right and so he striked against the record label and was like, oh, look, fuck y'all. I'm going to be considered the artist formerly known as Prince. You guys can have my name. Mm. I'm going to change my name so that I can have a new set of songs that will now go to me. Mm-hmm. Became independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. But, but that's like, crazy. But like that's, that's just one part of it. Of course, the mysterious part. But I'm saying like from a songwriting standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, 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 discography of just songs for over 20 years, Prince is is not even it's not even it's not even debatable but to so, me so that prince is prince is not a legend from a all-time artist conversation standpoint he's one mm-hmm. of the most to me he's one of the most creative artists yeah he's the I would best agree with that. artist i didn't say it was the best as i said i don't i don't i wouldn't say he's one of the best artists he's one of the most creative most innovative everything but best to me and and so mm-hmm. so the, the question to me the, the the question that always i think about is who gets credit? The person that created the sound or the person that took that sound to the next level? Depends. So, right? So, so yeah. for instance, let me say Mace, right? Mm-hmm. Mace created a sound where you kind of can sound like a lazy, slow rapper. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If that yeah, makes yeah. sense. He created this sound that a lot of rappers use now. An artist yeah, like yeah. Fabulous who sounds like Mace, he took it to the next level. Yeah, so he did. who do you give more credit to? Mace, the person right. that started it, that created it, or do you give it to Fablets, who took it to that next level? 
True. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's almost it's, it's a hard question to answer. It's almost like Thug, yeah. right? Sorry, not yeah, to cut you ahead. off, but like it's almost like Young Thug, right? Sure. Young Thug took crazy Lil Wayne to the next level. Like I hear Lil Wayne and Young Thug, but like he made it sound greater. He, I hear he like made it sound I hear, I hear future. I hear future. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I hear bunch, like I hear like like late Wayne and Thug though. Late Wayne, late Wayne exactly. absolutely. Late Wayne. Like we're talking about late Wayne as in Wayne. I'm talking about like lollipop yes. and beyond yes. Wayne. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Experimental right? Lil Wayne where, where yeah. Lil Wayne was hopping on remixes, singing his ass off. That yeah. Lil Wayne. That's what I hear in yeah. Young Thug. And so I, I I actually am on the side of giving credit to the person that is able that started to this? take to take it to the next level, uh, okay. which not most people would do. No, no, I would too. So, I would too. so that's interesting because I think, I, I, yo, it's so tough because this conversation is so dynamic because I'm thinking of so many examples, right? Mm-hmm. You got, you could argue that Dr- what Drake is doing is an extension of what Kanye West was doing. In a sense. I'm not saying yes. it, I'm not saying it directly because obviously Drake took it to the next level. He took it to the next right? level, yeah. He actually took his singing and and also the rapping more specifically to yeah. the next level. Even yeah. fuck Kanye West, let's go even back before then, not that far, right? Kid Cudi. There's oh, a there's, Cudi. Oh, there's a lot of Don't influences. Bro. No, I'm just saying Kid like Cudi oh, how he gets stolen. No, but I'm oh, just man. I'm just saying like yeah. so when you when you say uh, you know, I, I I give credit to the people who took it to the next level. I do, but it's like I don't forget those people. You can't. You can't. Who actually just kind of came in and established, yeah, yeah. their own sound, you, dude. You, you, you do you can. do you guys think that's a source of why why Kanye kind of hates Drake? I think so. I think there's a little bit of it. I think so. I think there's. I a think so bit too. I think it because you know one of the best feelings in the world is and on Kanye's end is you created this like not created this Kid Cudi but you you kind of like saw this special individual in Kate Cuddy that never got the shine that he was supposed to. And you saw this Drake who got the shine. And yeah. It's like your creation in a sense is, is, <laughs> is not the one that people are like vibing to, you know, Drake, the, the thing about Drake though, that makes him such a great artist is that in my opinion, we talk about how like, you know, he created this, created that nobody has been able to be better than drake at drake being drake yeah like mm-hmm. nobody yeah. anybody that sounds like drake nobody can do it better than drake can do it 100 percent. so for you to be able to do that for 10 years nobody has ever been, been able to be better than you for 10 years it's crazy yo that's it's crazy. crazy hey i'm not gonna lie i've been go I, yo you're right that you're absolutely right that's like, insane that's, it's it actually boggles the mind dude like i the other day i was having a freaking a debate with myself not i'm not crazy guys. you sound very yeah. <laughs> I, i'm not crazy very, i just meant like i was i was creating my my, my hypothesis right okay everybody even, everybody does it. even crazier all right whatever yeah. fuck you yeah damn it uh <laughs> no but seriously though i was i was thinking about it like man I really feel like. By the way, I believe Freddy Krueger had a hypothesis. Yeah, he did. Right? He didn't did. he create? He, like, he had a hypothesis. <laughs> no, but he had a hy- he had a hypothesis and he had a thesis. <laughs> See, I don't have a thesis yet, so I, I didn't carry out what I so what you're I not feel. Freddy, okay, nah, okay. nah, okay, nah. okay. 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 <laughs> Jason, even just as bad. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, why is it that nobody is having this the conversation about the golden era of hip hop? Because I, 
I'm telling you right now, man, if we have this conversation with people that are not 50 years old, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not, not even 40 years old, right? Because, of course, I, yeah, think yeah. By, I feel like for the most part, if you talk to people 40 and up, of course, they're going to be like, oh, you know, Big Daddy Kane. Oh, yeah, run DMC. And, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying these guys weren't legendary to them because I think it's all relative, right? Every decade, every era has their own legends. But yeah. if you evaluate these eras against each other and how it's actually dictating the sound of the world, mm-hmm. bro, it's not yeah. to me. It's not even debatable. This era's. I think. I think the two thousands. Uh, sorry, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can even probably be a little generous and be like, "Yo, two thousand and eight and up until now, mm-hmm. bro, this is by far." the most like dynamic and most important time in hip hop yeah. ever. Oh, easily. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even joking. So. But I feel is, like to most people that's a blasphemous statement. The music is a lot better cuz artists are way more experimental. Mm-hmm. Artists are way more willing to be vulnerable. Artists are way more willing to get melodic. And in the end of the day, music, we love melodies, man. We love yeah. harmonies. Like we we love that's what we attach to. We, we attach yeah. to that. Yeah. We, well, yeah. we, all we identify with it. You yeah. know, like 100%. that's like the emotional, the emotional center of music is yeah. like the melodic. Exactly. Yeah. That's the emotional center of music. And so yeah. right now, hip hop is based a lot on melodic, like so 100%. melodies. And do you think Drake? Do you think Drake made that okay though? He ma- exactly. I think so. I hundred percent. I think he agree. did. I think he's he did. the one that was like, "Yo, I'm willing to open up my heart." And I think he did, dude. You guys can call me for whatever. a long time. You couldn't, you couldn't be soft. You couldn't, bro. You know, you know what's, could. you know what's crazy. And I want to get your thoughts on this, Space Boy, because, yeah. um, obviously Juice World just passed, right? Yes. And, you know, with his songs that you know people knew of when he first came on the scene, "Lucid Dreams," "All Girls Are the Same," you know, I don't know if you're familiar with those songs, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I listened to Juice World. Sure. Who has not heard Lucy? Hey, listen, Drake? man, I don't want to make assumptions. All right, I'm okay. asking yeah. the man a question. He said he knows the song. All right, so <laughs> get off my back, dude. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, with with artists like that, I think that epitomizes what y'all were just talking about, right? Like the emotional, yeah, making it okay to just pour your emotions in music. So, like, what did you think of the whole Juice World situation, man? And and, and what do, what do you think Juice World meant? to i guess music if anything i think juice world was like a culmination of this this movement that was happening like i don't know i think even that style that juice world had i think like little peep fathered that style you know mm. like mm. like there was like this this emotional kind yeah. of like 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 alternative mm. rock kind of um yes. like uh uh, just kind of, like the way that they delivered their lyrics and the way they yeah. sang is kind of felt like I don't know if you remember there was like an era in the mid 2000s where popular music was like alternative rock you yes. know what I mean like yes. like like the used and like uh, my chemical romance and stuff yep. like that yep. uh that was what, what was popular and I think like little peep and like a few others kind of started that whole like emo rap kind yep. of like style and he, kind of took it to like the main juice world took it to the mainstream it's funny it's kind of talking about again like who started this style and then who kind of took it to the next yeah, level that, and that's, and I think and that's why i brought world, it up yeah 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 i think juice world really took that to the next level and yeah i thought i thought he kind of definitely uh 
he brought just something so new to the game, man. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, it, you heard Lucid Dreams on the radio, like, all the time. And it's just like five years ago, you'd never hear that song on the radio. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, and so that's, yeah, he was super impactful. That's funny you said Lil Peep. Because uh, I, I do agree with it, uh, with, with that comparison. Or not comparison, yeah. but um, the mentioning of Lil Peep. Because he doesn't get credit either. No, nah, I mean he doesn't he, get credit. A yeah. lot of people legend. He he uh he started getting popular after he died. Yep. People started to go back. I actually am familiar with his uh Come Over When You're Sober Part Two album. Yeah. And like yeah. that whole album is on the borderline of hip hop to me. It's on the yeah. border. It's like it's I see certain elements hip hop, but it's like mainly alternative rock. And yeah. he's he's opening up, but you know he has an ear for music, where it's like he knows how to tie the two worlds together to where and it that's, makes that's, sense. That's the, fucking, that's the beautiful thing about hip hop, man. Like you can you, you can really like mix it in with any style. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, like you could take hip hop, you could put it into a deep techno track. You yeah. could put it into a country song. Like look at Nas, Lil Nas X. You know, yeah. you could you could put it into anything. So that's what's amazing about it. It yeah. is. It's 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 really dope to see. So yeah, I'm glad to get your thoughts on that, man. Um, you know, I really want to know where, like, where are you from? Because, you know, I hear your music, and I'm wondering, you know, where you're from and how that actually shapes the type of music that you make. Um, Ooh, great question. Yeah. Um. So I was born in the Dominican Republic, okay. and uh, I lived there till I was eight, and then I moved to Miami, Florida. So I grew up in Miami. I basically grew up in Miami until I was 15. And then I moved out here to Palm Springs, California. And um, that's where I've been since. So I kind of like, I'm a mixed mix of where I'm from. You know, I grew up, my formative years were in Miami. And then my high school years were here in California. So kind of kind of where where it all stems from that makes sense that makes sense because you know you earlier you gave us your um sort of your influences the drakes the m&ms the a tribe called quest yes Um, but when i was listening to your album i was hearing i did hear drake uh influences if you will but i also kind of heard you know some tde like kendrick schoolboy oh yeah most definitely like i was hearing i was getting those vibes just not only from a melodic standpoint of just the production but also which i'm really big on just how songs sequence to the next right together in an album i I heard it i was hearing it and i'm like dude this fits right in with 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 la compton these tde guys who is a great collective are doing man so props definitely props to you thanks for pulling that off it was dope they have a sound to them I have a, I have a question for you guys. Do you have do you do each of you have like a song you feel like stands out out of the album? Oh, for sure. Mm. For me, uh, detached. To detached, me, yeah. The, on that one, I think that you you practically show your whole like your whole arsenal, like your ability to create a melody that you know is literally impossible to hate. Yeah, and then that. just. Uh, you know how you can sing rap? Yeah. If that makes sense. You can sap. You can, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can, you sap. can sap where it's like <laughs> you're singing, you're melodic, but then at the same time, the way that you're finishing your bars, your lines. That a rap it's rhythm. It's like a rap rhythm. Yeah. So it's like, to me, that's 
the definition of an artist that just knows what they're doing yeah when it comes to mixing the worlds of r&b and hip-hop and i thought you did that really good on uh detached oh. i mean for me another one too is uh i actually initially when i rated your album mm-hmm. uh, i i kind of overlooked it but then listening to it again i liked it uh and that's the one save me save me dude yes that song is that song is is that's that's funny you say that because a lot of people have been saying that a lot of people have been hitting me like man save like save me i didn't like the first time around it Mm -hmm. went through me but then the more i listened to it like it's been hitting me harder and harder like a few people have told me that they've literally cried from listening to that song so yeah man yeah it's a beautiful it's it's beautiful song like it's very it's well put together it's, it's very real. It's very real. And then yeah. it's it's you can tell like certain songs you can tell it took time to make this one. Like yeah. it actually was one where you got to like actually think about every single thing that went into it. Every the nooks and crannies, everything. Definitely like a high Definitely. quality song to me. Yeah, for me. Definitely. For, for me, I think uh I think Detached. Detached got to be Detached is the one though, dude, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, Detached is the, the one. one bro. It's the one. I mean, it's funny too I, I think the tax was oh, the yeah, first right. one. Oh, that was the first one you made from now. That was the first one I made that I was like, "Oh, I gotta make an album." Oh, uh, see, see, yeah. L- l- listen, the universe or space is giving you yeah. signals, <laughs> space boy. <laughs> um, no, that's 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 really dope though, man. Because yeah, I think, dude, it's the one, man. It it, it gives. It, I think that from everything I've heard of you so far, and then that includes the single that you put out recently called "Had Enough." Yes. It's a little bit different from the music on this project, but yeah. um, I think the detached, uh, sorry, the detached song is probably the epitome of what you are as an artist. What right? I do. I can tell. Or to, it's arsenal. Yeah, it kind of displays me, everything. Th- that's the one where it's like, yo, this guy is special. Yeah. But then we can't forget about like the songs like Uno, where he's spitting hard on that. Uh, Blue is another hard. one of my favorite. Yeah, blue blue goes off live too, bro. Yo, yeah, man, blue is nice. And then blue uh, goes off. the rebound, you know, that one's a little, you know, a little funny. To me, I thought it was a little comical. You know, did it was it was meant to you be kind of comical. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, mean. I wanted it to be kind of confusing to people. Like, why? Why is he? Why is like? What's with like Dennis Rodman? Really? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I wanted people to kind of get confused by that for sure. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, detached, I would say definitely that was. Uh, that's why I was interested because the detached was definitely the one to me that was like, all right, I'm I, I gotta make an album for next, sure. Next level. Like, that's the next yeah. level one. So you you mentioned um, you mentioned that you have like a collective. You have a group of people yes. that you work with. You yes. said it's uh Caspian Pink. Right? Yes. So how did that come about, or how did the name come about? And oh what, yeah, what I'll tell you this. about. I'll tell you the whole story. So yeah, um, me and my roommate, um, me and him have been making music together the whole time. Like yeah. him and I, we've been just we've been best friends since high school. Mm. And um, there was a point once we graduated high school, we both were basketball players in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, once we got out of high school, we were both kind of didn't know what we were going to do with our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommate wanted to play college basketball, but he got a hip injury and mm-hmm. he, he like 
couldn't play anymore. He had to have surgery on it. Mm-hmm. And so we were both living in the same house and kind of just like not knowing what to do with our lives. And we used to always freestyle and shit at parties. Mm-hmm. And um, so we just decided to start making music together. And so that that started from there. Okay. And then mm-hmm. years passed by. We made all types of music, like performed all types of places together got separated like i moved back to miami he stayed here i lived in miami again for like another four years i just actually recently came back like two years ago to california and so once i came back um you know he had met a few uh, new people you know and he kind of introduced me to them and just so happened to be like we were all artists you know and so and everyone did different things like Mm -hmm. kid capone is like an amazing just musician like the man you can put on a song and he could pick up a guitar and five seconds later he just can play it like he could just play it off the off his head you know he can like tell you the key of a song just by listening to it you know like Mm. shit's crazy and then you know i got i got like mike lavish who's like insane like he makes amazing clothes like he can just like he could just he just constantly comes up to us with like stuff he made like just yeah. like <laughs> clothes he makes he's also a rapper too like a sick ass rapper mm-hmm. and so everyone kind of had these dope ass talents and i kind of thought to myself like man if we all kind of came together like optimus prime you know like yep. we'd be unstop yep. we'd be unstoppable <laughs> you know and so that's basically how it came about me and uh I, when I moved back out here to California, Kid Capone gave me his, just kind of let me sleep on his couch, yeah. you know? And so him and I just kind of decided like, man, let's just put everyone together into one big group and just start like just building each other up, like helping yeah. each other any way we can. Yeah. And I think that's really the best way to kind of go about it in music nowadays. You have to have like a real team yeah. of yeah. people. And it's it's hundred percent the organic way. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. You gotta have a team of people and everyone's gotta everyone's gotta have like one goal in mind. You have to laser focus on one goal. And uh yeah, that's that's basically how it came about. And the name Caspian Pink, actually, it's a funny story. Uh it has no real meaning to it. It just kind of <laughs> sounds cool. Okay. You know, and uh, me and uh, me and Kid Capone were just kind of like kicking around names. And um, uh, he was like, yo, you know what has cool names like heirloom tomatoes, like have like like just weird names. (laughs) And so we were just looking at names of like different kinds of heirloom tomatoes. And Caspian Pink was one of them. And we were just like, that sounds like that sounds like royal. It sounds like some like royal. Yeah, it does some royal shit you know and so we just went with that you know it's the same thing with like my name it's just kind of aesthetic has yeah. no real like symbolic meaning to it yeah so like, like yeah caspian pink to me sounds like a super mario character or something like that right like, yeah <laughs> yeah it kind of does you know like think about mario kart right yeah man i'm about to play with caspian pink but yeah, who you playing yeah, with? Yeah. Toad or Yoshi? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I was more of a, I was more of a Yoshi man. Don't fuck with Yoshi. Nah, nah, nah. I, I kick your ass. With Everybody Yoshi. knows Toad is the best. Nah, bro. Yoshi was the man. You know what's ironic? Or yeah, a woman? I, I don't even know if Yoshi, Yoshi was a dude or whatever. Yoshi Y'all know was, what the fuck Yoshi I'm talking was about. A, a guy. Yeah. Uh, but you know what's funny? It's called Mario Kart. Nobody played with Mario. Nope. Like Mario, nobody ever played with Mario, bro. <laughs> I even yeah. like Luigi. Luigi was a dope. You character. like Luigi over I Mario? I love Luigi over Mario. Oh, wow. yeah, for sure. Oh, you know you couldn't play with Bowser either. Nah, or... 
Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was nah. a good character. Nah, hell no. Donkey Kong. You can hit Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong easily. Donkey Kong didn't even fit in the fucking cart. I know. <laughs> like Donkey he Kong couldn't fit in that. Fucking <laughs> left and right cheeks, you know, sticking out of the damn carts. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Big ass arms. Yeah. yeah. Easy target. That's funny. Easy target. <laughs> so I got one last question for you, Space Boy. And sure. This, this one might be a tough one. Please. I love toughies. Whew. All right, man. I hate to do this to you. Can you hit us with a freestyle? Ooh, a freestyle? A quick little freestyle. Hey. Sure, dude. Here. One sec. Actually, yeah. I got you. One sec. No pressure, man. No pressure. No. This is this is, this is what you're used to, right? I mean. Of course, dude. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. But there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the pressure is immense. I, I, I have oh. mad bro, here. Let me, uh, I actually wrote some shit. Here, I got you. All right, ready? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Trying to make money get paid. Huh. Everybody get out my way. Yeah. How many nights I've stayed up? Tired of making my way up. I want to be on a yacht. Bottles of Dawn with a bitty on top. I just really want my city to pop. Me and the squad be the cream of the crop. Yeah, we've been seen as the underdog in the desert surviving the summer, dog. I'd rather be on an island, fucking a huck at the jet ski I'm riding. Yeah, one day I'ma find it. I'm the type of guy with pride, I'm defiant. I'm the type of guy to live like a lion, be king of the jungle and rule like a tyrant. First place type dog, look, I've been fly. You can't catch hype, you're a corpse, a dead guy. You can't catch me like the greased up deaf guy. We don't need scrubs like Lisa Left Eye. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm. wow. <Bars. laughs> Hey, I, I think I think it's time to replace Space Boy Uno in his freestyling with my man QD as we start this show. What? I think we should copy and paste that into the. St- no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that no, was that, was, that was that was fire, dude. That was that, that was, was fire. Dope. That was dope. Thank you, man. That was Thank fire. You, man. I appreciate that. We'll, I like that a lot. We'll appreciate that. No worries, man. I'm always down to spit bars, you're the, bro. You're the uh, inaugural freestyler of the show, man. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Really? No, really? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I freestyle. We 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 That's took why, it out of the we we took it out at the final edits. But hey, I freestyle. Why, why do you think I just said let's replace his freestyle with yours? <laughs> you, you this guy normally freestyles to start the show. Yeah, let's just. <laughs> You're you're okay with us stripping some of that, right? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, legal, the legal the legalities won't allow it. Okay, there's copyright 100%. infringements and all types of stuff. Nah, man. that was dope, dude. That was dope. Appreciate that, man. Honestly, no worries, man. Yeah. Hey, so what's next, man? What's next? Um. So next, I've so I'm producing a lot of music. Uh, I'm making an. I'm making a lot of stuff and releasing a lot of stuff with Sad Boy Pop, who's another artist, who's actually my roommate, my best friend, and um, who's somebody else you guys should listen to, because his music is also just, like, on the same, like, he's a, he makes music that's, like, it really hits on these very human like characteristics of life like he, he's he doesn't ever very like talk about like your typical kind of like rap topics like am like how how dope am i like how many bitches am i getting like yeah it's mm-hmm. it's very like on a human level like things that people actually go through gotcha. and he he really lifts 
I feel like he's really gonna hit people in this place that's like, man, I'm so happy that there's, someone's making slappers, mm-hmm. but they're not typical, you know? Like he's yeah. actually talking about things that I, that, that I care about and really feel. So I'm producing for him basically right now. Um, we're just making stuff and releasing music. Like it's just singles, singles, singles for him. Then Jalen is coming out with an album uh, EP soon. So, which will be her second EP, which is high, like pretty anticipated. She has her her whole little set of fans right now. They're just clamoring for her new music. Mm. So, she's coming out with a music video also. Jalen is so that's coming out. Um, uh, those two, those are the two biggest things basically. For me, I'm just gonna keep. For now, I'm just gonna kind of like, I make music just kind of off the whim. You know, like when I feel it, I'll make it. I, I have the ability to just kind of. I don't need anybody to make music so I can make the whole beat. I can record the whole thing, mix and master it myself. So I can kind of just like, whenever I feel it, I'll make music and put it out Yeah. for now. Yeah. Um, eventually I'll get back into album mode and make, make my second album. But for now, you know, I'm going to do what I said. Like I made yeah. my album. Now I'm going to use my talents and my skills to get everybody else in Caspian pink to do their projects, finish their things. And kind of just build the whole group up. You know, I really, it's great. I'm glad you mentioned like TDE, you know, because I actually really want to model Caspian Pink behind that whole TDE movement, you know, where like every artist on TDE has like their own fan base and can stand on their own, you know? Yep. Um, Makes sense. And so, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of trying to build it that way. And I want everybody to kind of, have their whole own thing going on but mm-hmm. also we're a group you know so we're tied together mm-hmm. yeah we're tied together sense. that's perfect makes that's, perfect sense dude well keep grinding man yeah man keep hustling we're, we are definitely paying attention 100 percent. we are definitely fans dude i appreciate it man I'm, I'm so glad that i that i hit you guys up because i'm a fan also like i listen to your guys's pod like oh, yeah. every time you guys come up with a new one i'm listening so Yo. Ooh, one more thing I wanted to bring up, by the way, from the last pod before I go yeah, is I wanted to talk about real quick about I remember when you guys had the argument over Fabulous being a legend or not. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to talk about that real quick. <laughs> I I thought that was I thought that was really interesting how one of you thought that he was a legend, but the other one didn't. And I really the way that I I would put Fabulous in the same category, like he's like a street ball legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like hot sauce. You know, that's like a, yeah, that. Make, that's a that's he's a underground. great he's, point. He's not quite NBA. He's, he's not, like underground. He, he, yeah, but he's still a legend. Like he, he's, yeah, I, like he's still a, a baller. Great you know? point. That's a great yeah. point. Nah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like I would put point. I would put him in the same in the same category with like Cassidy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, Cassidy. Like, yep. Fabulous, like, crooked eye, like, crooked eye, crooked yeah, eye? that's a like, good point. Like, man, the motherfuckers can spit like crazy, but right. how much ear time does he? How much ear time does he have in my ears? You know, right. Like, right. <laughs> like, yo, I, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's a good. I'm gonna be honest with. I'm gonna be honest with you, Space Boy. I do not remember who said what. Mm-hmm. In that conversation, <laughs> I remember us talking about Fabulous and that new album that he just dropped, but I don't remember who said what. I, I oh no, you you were you like you were definitely 
like didn't agree that fabulous legend. <laughs> I, I for sure. Yes. I, that, that's what I yes. that's what I thought. But yes. I was like, let me make sure yeah. that we're yeah. on the right page here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he he does, yeah. he doesn't agree with uh logic. Like, you know, this is it's obvious. <laughs> you know, the things that are obvious, Ooch does not agree with. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yo, space so what are you saying about Spaceball? Because he agrees with me. No, he agrees with me. No, he just I thought he, he was said just saying he's a me. Legend. You Whoa! I thought I thought he just said me. I I don't. I, my bad. I was confused. Hold on. No, he said you're space the boy. Are you saying I'm the one who said he's a legend? No, he no, no, said no. You're you the one disagreed. who said he was a legend. Okay, got it. Got it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'm confusing I, like, myself, but damn it, we on the right page. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I wanted to bring that up because I was like, I was like, man, I don't think he's either. I don't think he's like. A legend. I don't, also don't think he's not a legend. He's like yeah. he's like a street ball. He's like he's stuck in limbo. That's a, yeah, he's, he's stuck in limbo. That, that's a great. You know what? I'm, I'm actually going to use that argument. I'm not moving mad at that. forward. I'm not mad. That's at how that. you end arguments. Moving forward, yeah. he is a street ball legend, <laughs> not the legend legend. Yo, like, it ends it. Right? No, you, no, you know who he is. You know who he is. Who? Even better. I, I, even better than Hot. You just fine tuned it. Yeah, he's Rafer Austin. Who Dude. played in the NBA? He played in the NBA. Wow. Was not right? as good in the NBA. He actually like, made it to the league. He was yeah. obviously street ball, but he was in the league. So you can't say he never made it to the league. Yeah. He's always respected. Yeah. He was low key nice in the league. He was low key. He was, nice. good. He was good. He was good. He, was he played good for league. Orlando. He played for uh, Houston Rockets. Yeah, he was good yeah. in the league. He, I think I'm a- things went downhill when he slapped the. Uh, Eddie House in the in the back of the head. Remember oh, that? yeah, yeah, he 100%. did. He did. That's a fact. That's a fact. For no apparent reason. Yo, you, hey, you a legend for that. I don't even remember. I didn't remember that before you just said that, but now Dude, it rings bells. I remember that clearly. Wow. Because I was like, why? That's when, I, that's when I realized there's some human beings in this world that are just angry. Facts. 100. Hey, hey, space boy, man. We appreciate the time, dude. Honestly, you, you, we're humbled. Uh, thank Yo, you, thank nah, you for joining. We appreciate the convo, the insight. We're looking forward to your, 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 you know, your movement, Caspian Pink. And uh, hey, give them your socials, man. Like, how can they follow you? Because uh, hey, yeah. this this podcast is 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 available around the world, man. So we want people yeah, to know just... where you are and where they can expect music. Um, I'm just on Instagram, man. Follow me at, at SpaceboyUno all together. Um, follow at Caspian.pink so you can follow the whole crew. And uh, yeah, man, those two socials, you follow those two, you know you know about us. Okay. Awesome. Oh. Awesome. All right, man. It was a pleasure. Yeah, we'll yeah holla, man. We'll it was holla, a pleasure man. for me, too. Have me back on, bro. Let's talk more for, music. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Hey, you you a part of the Wise Guy fam, dude. Like, once you once you I'm join, so. once, you, once, you, once you're a guest, it's it's solidified, man. You can't get out? Nah, he can't it, get out. For sure, out. man. I threw the key away it's already. Like, is it like one of them gangs yeah, where he's, he's, he's up? Yeah, he's locked in. Okay. He's locked in. All right. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. You know, I'm going to hit you guys up. As soon as the next, like, like real, like, like big album that's coming out, comes out, I want to hear you guys' opinion. I want to talk about it with y'all. For sure. For you know sure. what we should do? You know what we should do? Like, if a big album comes out, yo, let's do like a little, let's do like a little, Um, we can have it on the show, or maybe we can do like an IG live or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we can just chat. We can just, you know, chop it up. Yeah. And, and, and then it could be live for everybody to check out as well, man. Let's I think that'd be cool. That would be idea. dope, bro. Yeah. I'm it. super down. Let's do it. All right, y'all. All right, bro. Take it easy, man. We'll talk to you later. You too. Later, bro. It was my thoughts. So, for my ill-advised thoughts, 
for today. Um, I wanted to talk about album sales. I know Jay-Z mentioned uh, on one of his songs recently, he doesn't care about Billboard. Uh, he said, uh, I remember we used to think about Billboard and when we were younger, like trying to get on there. Now he's like, is you dumb? But anyway. Uh, I still care about record sales because I do think that's one legit measurement of how popular artist is. And to me, 2019 uh, was a very interesting year when it comes to who was selling the most, especially in hip hop music. As you may know, back then, uh, when we were growing up, uh, if you went gold, that mean your album did okay. Um, if you went platinum, that mean your album was a success. Double platinum, okay, you're almost a star. You know, triple platinum, oh, ooh, you know, you might be doing something. You might, you might have something there. And if you went diamond, then it's like, yo, you are a legendary figure in the hip hop game. Uh, these days, artists don't go diamond. These days, artists barely even go platinum. If your if your if your album went platinum these days, then you are like a Taylor Swift, or you're 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 like a Justin Timberlake, which you know there's not many of those these days. With that being said, I want to tell you the top ten first week sales and selling albums of 2019. I say first week because some of them are newer than others. So we're just going to go by based off first week high sales. Number 10, Father of Assad, DJ Khaled. Uh, DJ Khaled is a very interesting person. He's a very interesting figure because he's, he's, I think his persona is more popular than his music. People like him. People think he's cool. People think he's funny. I think his persona allows it that when he drops an album, people pay attention. You're going to like this, Ooch. Number nine was Summer Walker. Summer Walker, this is very intriguing because Summer Walker is a very, she's a relatively unknown artist like you have to actually dig deep into music to know who summer walker is you got to kind of know her backstory to really appreciate her music so i found it very interesting that summer walker over it was number nine mind you to put it in perspective summer walker outsold artists like young thug future dreamville and even chris brown guys Number eight, Jack Boys. First week sales, Jack Boys did about 141K. That's actually saying a lot because this album kind of came out of nowhere. Travis Scott's on it, but not that much. Um, and that's, that's impressive. It's impressive. Number seven, The Baby, Kirk. The baby obviously had a major year. Uh, his previous album, Baby on Baby, did well, but I think he was still on the rise. But Kirk, he actually released Kirk at the pinnacle of his popularity, and so 
you know, I'm not surprised that that did well. Number six is actually Juice World. Uh, Death Race for Love. A lot of people forget that that came out in, in 2019. Um, what can I say? Juice World's a superstar. I think he's more of a superstar than people or was, unfortunately, I have to say. Was a superstar, I think, more than people actually knew. Um, Death Race for Love. I think some of these sales come from just the the idea that he's so versatile that it doesn't matter if you're a hip-hop fan or not, you can cling on to his music. So Death Race for Love is sixth. Number five, Tyler, the Creator. I find that very interesting that Tyler, the Creator is fifth because a lot of people want to say, yo, you know, Tory Lanez is that dude. You know, Drake's that dude. All these people are that dude. Tyler, the Creator actually has been selling really well. His albums have been selling really well, almost higher than these people that we think are them dudes, despite not having a single song being played on the radio. I've never heard a Tyler, the Creator song on the radio, let alone I've never heard a Tyler, the Creator song anywhere on a in the club i've never heard it bumping out of somebody's car yet he is number five on that list for top selling uh first week sales which first week sales is a huge indication of how popular an album is number four i don't even know why this is on the list but ed sheeran number six collaborations project technically there's some hip-hop in there ed sheeran did experiment uh with certain sounds uh there's some rappers on there but that's not surprising. It's Ed Sheeran. Everybody loves Ed Sheeran. Number three, with 202,000 cells that people did not know. C- can you guess, actually, what number three is? Uh, In terms of cells? Yeah. No, you'll never know. You'll never guess. But For last year, right? Last year. Uh, You'll never guess. Camila Cabello. Nope. I'm just going to say it. Khalid. Wait, who? Oh, Khaled. Okay, Khaled, Khaled, Khaled. They call him Khaled. I call him Khaled. Whatever it is. DJ Khaled. All right. Um, He actually, in his first week, he sold 202,000 copies for Free Spirit. Does Khaled get, Khaled get any respect in this industry? No, I've been saying, he gets respect, but nobody puts him on a pedestal like he's supposed to. He is selling records. His his singles are doing really well on the charts, but you don't hear much about him. You do not hear much about him. He just goes, makes his music, goes home, and calls it a day. Khaled is a very high-selling artist that needs to be uh, respected. Number two, this actually surprised me. You know what number two is? Kanye West, Jesus is King. That was number two in sales and streaming. It was 264,000 first week sales. That's pretty impressive to me because it kind of came out of nowhere, number one. Number two, it got multiple delays. And number three, Kanye was supposed to be this figure that was canceled. You can't cancel somebody. Uh, You can't call somebody canceled if he's the second highest selling hip-hop artist in 2019 for his album. And number one, you should know this. You know, I know, we all know. Drake? Po- Post Malone. Oh, wait. What Hollywood's happened to Drake? Greatest. 
Drake didn't come out this year. Oh, that's true. Post Malone, Hollywood's bleeding. Almost doubled second place. Do you hear me? Almost doubled second place. Post Malone's Hollywood's bleeding sold four hundred and eighty nine thousand album or or sales and streaming. Sorry guys, sales and streaming was four hundred and eighty nine thousand. That's almost going gold from just first week sales. I think it's safe to say Post Malone is the biggest artist in music today. Hip hop, whatever pop, whatever you want to call it, biggest artist today. So I found that kind of intriguing because, you know, a lot of times we we think these artists that are popping, popping, I use that word popping, they're popping are the ones that are actually selling. Those aren't. Who would have ever thought that Khaled, Tyler, the creator, Juice World, Summer Walker. And if I were to dive deeper, there's somebody called NF. Are you familiar with NF? NF, you mean MF Doom? No, NF. Oh yeah, yeah, NF. Yes, NF. Yes, that, I have heard of NF. Number twelve. I've never heard any of his music. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a he or a she. I think it's a he. Number twelve on the list, over Future, over Chris Brown, over Chance the Rapper. Which Chance the Rapper? I, I thought Chance the Rapper would have sold a little more. Over Tory Lanes, over Logic. So, to me, the moral of the story is, which I love. Hip-hop is not all about big names. Hip-hop is not all about who's showing out the most, who has the most diamonds, who has the most clout. Hip-hop has become, do you make good music? Hip-hop has become a fair genre that it doesn't matter about your name. Just go out there, do you. Do what you do best. If I were to predict 2020, who would probably have one of the highest selling albums? It is going to be Russ because he does him. So moral of the story, all you aspiring artists and all that. Just go out to the studio, do you, and I guarantee you people will feel you. Mm. And you will sell records. Yeah, that's that's an interesting ill-advised thought. I will say that. Um I appreciate the the sentiments in that in that uh that that thought. Um uh, so for me, I'm going to talk about the uh the artists that I think the industry and I mean also including in my including myself in that are looking forward to dropping albums in 2020. Um I'm going to start off with the Migos. Right? Like we know what happened in 2019. The Migos decided to, in in essence, take a break from their typical group feel and just uh, really establish their brands indiv- individually as artists on their own. And so they all dropped their own separate albums. Take Off dropped his album. Quavo dropped his album. Offset dropped his album. After listening to all the albums, it's pretty clear that Offset's album was better than all the other albums that the group dropped. But I would, in ranking them, I would put Takeoff second, and respectfully, I would add Quavo as third. 
I'm really anticipating the Culture 3 album that I believe is going to be coming this year. Because I think they're at a pivotal point in their career where, yes, they've had this run, this dominance of run for the last three to four years. And um, with them dropping their individual albums, I think this is going to be a critical album to understand whether or not we want to hear Migos music for the next five years or so. Mm. Like, it's going to be critical. Because mm. they may destroy this opportunity. We will see. Next album. I would say Megan The Stallion is the next artist that I'm really anticipating a new album from in this year because they ha- she had a really hot girl summer. Uh, really, I would call it hot, bo- hot girl fall because I'm I'm really surprised that she even dropped that hot girl summer record in the fall. That was just odd because she dominated this year as far as female rappers are concerned. Cardi B really took a step back because I think Cardi B's album, um, can't remember the name off the top right now, but that came out 2018. Invasion of Privacy. Didn't that come out 2018? Yes. Right. Cardi B really had a really, she had a quiet year, which I think this year from a female artist standpoint was dem- dominated by uh, Young Miami, City Girls. Uh, there's a couple others. I don't want to leave them out. You know, of course, Cash Doll. You can keep naming. There's a. This was the year of the females, but 2020, I think, is the year in which I believe Megan Thee Stallion is going to establish her dominance uh, as far as female artists are concerned. And if that doesn't happen, I will be disappointed because I think this is I think it's setting up for her to really have a really good year. So Megan Thee Stallion is next. Young Thug had a really, really, really good 2019. He saw... Uh, you know, his YSL camp really take off. Gunna, obviously, has been branching off. We even got Lil' Keed. We got uh, affiliates like Lil' Baby dropping projects. I thought, and then, of course, not even, not, not last but not least, Young Thug dropped his first quote-unquote studio album called So Much Fun. I say quote-unquote, at least air quotes, because Young Thug been dropping albums for years. But this was the one in which they decided to call his debut, which is kind of odd, but whatever. We'll go. We'll roll with it just for the sake of just acting like that's what it is. I think coming off of a great 2019, I think Young Thug is, is primed for having a, an amazing 2020 in which he's going to be dropping nothing but studio albums moving forward. That's my... That's my uh, kind of expectation for him, and I'm I'm really anticipating new Young Thug music coming off of the So Much Fun album. Next album or next artist, J Cole. J Cole really really had a low key. J Cole had a had an amazing 2019, right? He saw his verse on uh, the London featuring you know with with Travis Scott and Young Thug having you know was. Arguably one of the best verses of the year. I mean, I don't know if y'all were really having these type of conversations, but J. Cole destroyed that verse on the London. I thought it was the best verse. See, see, there you go. 2019. And I didn't even know you felt that way, but I just know that that's in the conversation for for one of the best uh, verses of the year. So with that being with that being said, you couple that with the, with the Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers 3 project, which should not go without stating that that was one of the better albums of the year. 
Um, I thought that was one of the best albums of the year. There you go. So in 2020, I feel like J. Cole is going to give us new music. And we talking about the fall off. If you guys know anything about J. Cole, he dropped, uh, you know, his last studio album. Uh, fuck, it's escaping me right now. Was it? Well, you know, you got the name, right? What's the name of Draco's album? Um, the last one. I know what you're talking about. Damn, that. can't think of it right now. It just lost. It just. The, the, I just went blank. A, it's an outro that's called ATM. They got this on ATM. Yeah. Count it up. Count it up. You guys, all right. You guys know the album. Whatever. He dropped that album. I believe that was. Was it late 2018? That did not come out 2019, if I'm not mistaken. That but was 2017. Nah, I think it was 18. It, I think it, it came was out 18. Right? No, nah, it came out 18. It came out 18. But J. Cole teased the Edward alter ego that he has in that project. And I think over the months and years to come, he's been kind of teasing his last studio album. Which I don't believe, but hey, we'll see. And it's called The Fall Off. I think that album's coming this year. We'll see if that happens, but I'm really anticipating new music from J. Cole. He will drop something. Specifically a new album from J. Cole. He will drop something this coming year. He we definitely will drop something. So, last but not least, I'm going to talk about Lil Uzi Vert. Because you and I, Q, we talked about Lil Uzi Vert er, offline and how he, you know... He's he's kind of entered into this sacred, you know, almost sacred level of just artists who who, who really have a fan base and who can kind of do no wrong, if you will. So with this, with the fact that he dropped his last studio album in 2017 called Love is Rage 2, I think it's long overdue for Lil Uzi Vert to drop his Eternal A Take album which has been pushed back for God knows how long due to much management issues, all the different issues that he's he's been going through, whether it's artistic issues. I think it's motivation, too. Yeah, I was going to say, it could be artistically, it could be personal depression, it could be all types of shit. But I want to hear new albums and new music from Lil Uzi, a.k.a. Uzi Vert in 2020. Those are just some of the, the few names that I'm anticipating new albums from and am really highly anticipating new music from you guys let me know if that's if those, if those are people that you are looking for new music from or if i missed out on somebody that you think it needs to be mentioned but yeah man 2020 is gonna i feel like 2020 is gonna be a bounce back year in music 2019 was trash I overall 2019 wasn't a good year I, 18 was one of the best years 2018 was one of the best years in music that i can remember um 20, I believe, is going to have a really good comeback. We shall see what happens. But, uh, yeah, you guys let me know. Let me know. For sure. I think that's a that's a good list. I mean, Kendrick is rumored to be dropping real soon. Um, who else? Uh, Drake is, I heard he's going to be dropping something soon. Yeah. See, those are rumors, so I big, just can't. Big Sean. I don't even know if it's happening. More than likely. You know what I'm saying? Drake, Big Sean. Kendrick, could you imagine if we get a year with Drake, Big Sean, Kendrick? I think 2018 was like that. That would be nuts. Man. That would be nuts. Man. Come um, back here, and yeah. we'll, we'll tell you if they're good or not. <laughs> right. So, as always, you know, you guys heard our ill-advised thoughts. If you agree with us, cool, great. If you guys think we're crazy, that's great, too. Let us know why on social media. Dream Vision Network on Instagram. 
Ill-advised wise guys on Twitter, ratings game music on Twitter. Also, we uh we launched our dreamvisionnetwork.com website entering into this new year. So you guys check that out and let us know if uh you got any questions, if you want to if you think we need to feature someone, whatever the case is, we're here for you. New music is alive and well. 2020, goddamn it. Ill-advised wise guys take over, man. Let's do it, man. Yes, I'm sir. hype. Let's do I'm it. I'm super hype. Let's go. And on that note, as always, if you are giving advice, make sure it is ill. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Ow!